hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer. Half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now is joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lirishana, the Moon Druid, um, who has previously been stuck in a gemstone for the past 600 years, but has since escaped. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yerda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lost Archives, everybody. How are you all doing? Hello! You'll see some friendly hey. faces next to me. Say hello, friendly faces. Hey! Hello! Hello, hello. Now, there are, some, there are some familiar friendly faces below me and some not-so-familiar friendly faces to my left. Oh, my right, if you're watching this on a screen, which all of you are. To my right, <laughs> friendly faces. Jacob, could you please say hello? G'day, everybody. How are we? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they're very <laughs> nice. good. There's a bit of a lag between them answering. And if it's the podcast, there's a massive lag because they could be listening to this a year from now. So we'll, we'll hold out. We're going to assume they're okay and hope they get back to us with an okay. Um, and Tom, <laughs> joining us as well. G'day, everyone. My name's Tom. Don't know what else to say. <laughs> that about sums it up. Uh, part-time DM. That's, uh, that's about it. Fantastic. <laughs> we've, so we've got... You'll notice, uh, as of last week... Um, Claire and Michael are away for a little bit of time over Christmas, so we have brought in two lovely guest characters. Now, I was looking for opportunities to bring these people in at some point, and to be able to bring these guys both in together, I'm really looking forward to, because they don't know it, but their playstyles are very synergistic, so I'm quite happy to have these two come in as a team, but not actually know they're a team. So this is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, right. Very flattering, Owen. Thank you. No, no, no. Absolutely. Um, thank you, everybody, who um, who was with us last Wednesday for the last Dungeons & Dragons stream, the Tyranny of Dragons stream. For those of you who showed up yesterday night, last night, for Avatar The Last Airbender, I'm really sorry. Unfortunately, we had a few sick players. Uh, in fact, we had almost our entire cast sick on the same day. Oh, no. So Avatar did not go ahead. I posted a tweet about an hour in advance because that's how much notice we had. So <laughs> apologies, everybody, if you join for Avatar. You're going to have to wait until Christmas is over and the new year has come before you get more Avatar The Last Day of So I'm really sorry. You're going to have to wait for that fix, for that itch to be scratched. But the good news is we've got Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, we love Dungeons & Dragons. This, this is the original. This is the OG. This is what we're here for. So we better jump into our session now before we introduce our two new characters um for those of you who are watching the stream or youtube you'll see that they've already got some character out up and you can already see their names don't spoil it for the podcast listeners we're going to introduce them organically as the characters meet them in a little bit of time um their character art will be cycling through the bottom left hand corner in our art and fan art section just another reason to come and watch us if you can and we've also got some new fan art done by the wonderful ali 
who goes by Sketch Thestral for her artist name. There are three more pieces of art that she has done for us. So we now have a total of, I think it's like nine pieces of fan art cycling through now, which yeah. is nuts. I need you guys in the community to start doing some fan art because it can't just be me in here. <laughs> Ali's carrying the team right now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there's my there's my pro, profile pictures oh, for each of, the, each of the characters. My, my pictures for each of the characters cycling through, but they don't count. That's not fan art, that's just art. We need different art styles. Yes, we need different art styles, yeah, because I can only do um, sketchy sketchy digital. That's it. That's all I can manage. I can't even do straight lines. I can do sketchy digital. That's it. Um, all right. I, better... I can do stick figures. Oh, can we get some stick figures of uh, the party? I think we need them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like we we good. need some stick figure art. I need you to draw them live for me too, if that's okay. If you could, if you could do that for me. Yeah, uh, in paint. And that's right, right in roll twenty. Right in roll twenty. Oh god. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. Um, all right. We better get started with the recap. So, the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power wealth and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god tiamat into the world our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group mira jin loki Bjorveth, and the newly transformed shana who are now journeying further north to try and track down an ancient artifact used to summon dragons to the order's side having learned many dark secrets during their time in the nunian jungle the party have managed to capture varum one of the leaders of the cult who sadly seems to have lost both his mask of power and his mind Flying across the ocean towards the Sea of Moving Ice, a vast expanse of ever-shifting sea ice, the party have stopped for a rest in the floating city of Drifthaven, and have been shown the sights and sounds of the city by Batara, a half-orc sailor they encountered on the docks. They spent some time sharing stories in a tavern, travelled to the core of Drifthaven, a large 12-sided sapphire which provides protection and magic to the city, and spent much of their previous evening carousing with the locals, um, enjoying food, drink, and making merry. Uh, in particular, our our bard Jin in the disguise of Swabby oh. Seabird, a, um, a salty a salty salty seaman, um, got really <laughs> involved with the town's carousing and ended up getting a full orcish tattoo across his chest and oh, crashing yeah. a barge into the town square of the town. <laughs> so um, so good. It was he got some pretty he got sourced. I think is the word I would use here. Oh um, man, I like every Constitution check was like tops there. Yeah, yeah. Which we kind of explained as your character. The character you were taking on was so strong and you were so method in your acting that the alcohol just wasn't affecting you, but it was actually affecting you. So when you wake up the next morning, you were not happy. Um, but yeah, so we, we ended off last session uh, with a little bit of uh, some interesting reveals. An old ally of the guilds, an old enemy uh, who has now become an ally, Lang Drosa, a blue dragonborn, uh, met up with Mira and actually managed to bump into Mira by complete chance. Um, and revealed that he had now joined the Tempest Adventuring Guild under the guise of uh, under the under the leadership of Azua, and had actually brought two interns, two new adventurers who had been recruited to the guild with him to the north, who had been sent out on a little scouting mission to try and locate where the cult might be heading next. The party know that these two, um, a Goliath and a Warforged, have sailed a little bit further north early in the morning, up towards the edge of the Sea of Moving Ice, towards the iceberg where the ship that the cult had used to attack the town of Drifthaven had actually been sunk. We learnt that Mira and Loki would have to travel back to Oxenfurt and the guild headquarters for a couple of days to deal with some issues that were happening there. And so Langdodrosa took Mira and Loki with him through a teleportation circle and disappeared, leaving Yerveth, Jin and Shana on the deck of the ship. Except Yerveth 
you're not there because I need you to make me a carousing check because despite oh. dis- <laughs> despite the fact that you asked me to just have you over to do some quiet stuff, um, Jin deliberately recruited <laughs> you for heavy drinking. And, yeah. um, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to need a carousing check if I could. All right. Yeah. Peer pressure. That's 33. A 33. Okay. 33. I'm pretty sure 33 is not too bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Wasn't uh, sorry. Wasn't yeah, that like sense what we got? No, you guys didn't get your 33. You had... Um, let me find 35 it. and 37, I think. Yeah, you guys oh, were wow. close. Um, 33, <laughs> 33, yeah. 35, 37, nice. That's yeah, very close. You wake up in your bed. You awaken on an air of decency, your airship, uh, in your room, with a whole lot of stuff piled up on top of you. As you sort of awaken, you realise <laughs> there's a bit of a weight on you and there's all this sort of cloth things over your face and body okay. <laughs> um, and you feel yeah you feel a bit a bit odd you feel a bit off mm. okay you can hear the sounds of stomping from outside there's this like sort of there's these heavy footsteps move around on the docks and you think to yourself like some sort of giant is moving around out there but after a while that sound goes back down again you hear the sounds of talking uh, a voice you don't recognize going mira in the background you can't quite make it out you're still quite drunk at this stage yeah Um, before too long the footsteps head back upstairs again you hear the sound of like laughing and then there's this and the deck of the ship shakes for a few seconds as this magical effect goes off of teleportation and probably at that point Yerveth is like alright fuck this I'm getting up yeah 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 just like I guess I just move my way out of the bed and yeah. Survey the scene. As as you get up, you find that you have a large Robin Hood green hat on. Um, oh. You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a Amazing. massive rubber nose half hanging off your own nose, um, wow. and a moustache attached to it. Uh, your green cloak, your signature green cloak, has is not on you. Um, and there's a moment of panic as you look around before you see it bundled oh, no. up in your oh, no. backpack. But oh, the cloak, the, the cloak that you do have on. Um, it looks to be this sort of ratty blue fisherman's sort of like um, poncho, essentially. Um, okay. And on the back, it has bad to the bone scrawled on it in some sort of white paint. And that's what you... thats Oh, no, sorry. And there's one more thing. Your coin pouch feels considerably heavier than it did yesterday. And as you, oh, as really? you open it up, as you open it up, can I get you to roll me 2d6, please? Yeah. Hey, this is not bad. <laughs> oh, okay okay i okay. never <laughs> the dm giveth and the dm taketh away <laughs> nine. Nine. Uh, you have you have nine gold pieces that you did oh, okay. not have the previous night oh cool yeah i'm definitely expecting those be potatoes <laughs> yeah, nine, nine potatoes in my gold sack nine potatoes there you go yeah yeah wow. still be okay. rich in my nine potatoes you can sell those for two copper each still more money than you had previously <laughs> um amazing yeah. Cool. I uh Yervis will probably put he, want to put his uh classic green cloak on yeah, and pull uh, off this dirty fisherman's poncho that smells like tuna and sardines and salt. Although he does take a fancy to the hat. He's like, Yeah, I might keep this. <laughs> as a yeah. as a ranger. <laughs> yeah, as a massive, ranger. This massive red like cockatoo plume coming Amazing. out of it. It's yeah. uh yeah, but very is the hat working. It is working. Ooh. Wait, are you taking all this stuff off, man? I, I'm literally just taking the the, the, the fisherman's. Like, what about like all like the, the fake the, nose the, and moustache are still hanging off him at this point? Oh yeah, no, I take that off. Oh, he takes it off. I probably, I probably clock it in my mind like, oh, I, I want, I, I want think, to see I this. Think Jin probably, Jin would probably want to see this. 
so I'll like put it in my pocket. Actually, no, hold on. I'm gonna say that I already know about it because I might have had a you hand. Probably in do. It. You were probably with me. Eh? Uh, Jin, your memory of the previous night is very hazy, as is yours, Yerveth, as is yours, Uh, Ali. Uh, Shana, sorry. (laughs) There's bits coming and going, and it's. There's a point, Jin, where you remember losing Yerveth and you didn't see him again. Okay. I'm going to knock on. Okay, so I'm going to notice that Yerveth has been sleeping for a while. I'm not even sure if he's in his room, so I'm going to, like, knock on his door, and halfway through him taking off the cloak, I'm just going to open the door to see if he's actually home. And oh, then I'm gonna, I want to take underneath in... the blue punch. No, 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 I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I want to take in the visage. I turn around and panic. I can't let him get like, away with this. Uh, what? Um, Jin, what, what happened last night? Why am I wearing this? What's just, with this hat? I just take What's in everything. On? I'm like, huh. It rather suits you, actually. That nose looks... Huh. I sort of, uh, I just start like doing like fake like photography like like things. <laughs> but you're like minor illusion, it. so it's like a minor illusion still. Oh as my you do god! It. Yes, I'm gonna get my sketchbook and just start vig- oh, vigorously man. sketching. No, 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 don't do this! I like quickly take my nose off. I, it's it's already <laughs> my... in my it's already in my head. Oh, I'm god. already writing this down, and I'm just sketching the visage of you taking off this cloak. Now, Jin. while you guys are doing that, it's a good thing we're friends. It's a good. <laughs> I, I wink. Having like, met, having to, met, what, like six in days, six in yeah. time, in game days yeah. worth yeah. of time. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. been yeah. months, but only six days in game. Yeah. <laughs> um, fast friends. They're fast friends. It's, yeah. a thing, it's a good thing we're acquaintances. <laughs> I wink at him, and then I, I think we casually the, know uh, each other. <laughs> I then go up top deck and show Shana the sketch. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just like. He's literally wearing this right now. Go down and quickly have a look. No, I take it off before he comes, <laughs> oh! comes back. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, right. You have to probably you have to probably keep the hat close by. But uh oh, he's he's trying really... to steal it. Oh no. She's gonna she think has... of stealing hats now. She really yeah, she's developed a thing for stealing so hats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Her new thing is she's going to try to steal everyone's hats. If you don't show any interest in it, she might not. But if you show any sign of interest in her hat, <laughs> she will take it. Or she's she'll like try to. <laughs> Alright. Now we're gonna zoom out. Put it up on his mantelpiece, and then okay. he's gonna put his cloak on and go up yep. the top deck. Alrighty. Yep, yep, yep. As you guys head up right. to the top deck, we're gonna jump over to Boulder and KC. You two arrived on a merchant ship with Langdadrosa, a blue dragonborn who has been um, acting as your mentor and guide as you've joined the Tempest Adventuring Guild. Uh, you both have come from the city of Oxenfurt, having uh, arrived there. It's a, a very large metropolitan city on the western coast of, uh, of Oceania, the large continent um, where most of our adventures have been taking place. Um, you've spent a bit of time in Oxenfurt. You signed up with the Adventuring Guild after proving yourselves as uh, as junior novice adventurers and, and showing that you had a bit of skill, a bit of uh, tenacity. Uh, you were given the option to choose from a number of different minor guilds that you could join and that you would continue your education and training and uh, adventures with. Both of you, having gone through your novice training together, have spent quite a bit of time together. Um, and both of you know the reputation of the Tempest Guild. You know that they are both involved, that the Guild is involved in some pretty heavy stuff at the moment. They've been chasing down a group known as the Order of the Dragon. Um, this cult-like group who used to be obsessed with bringing dragons back from the dead as Dracoliches, but recently have kind of changed focus a bit. And the rumours and talk amongst the other Guild members is that they're trying to bring 
Tiamat, an evil betrayer god, back into the world, who's been sealed away for the last 500 years. Um, most of the other That's guilds are involved right. with... Exactly. Most of the other guilds, while they do serve important functions for both of you on your journey and trying to improve yourself and trying to, to learn and grow, and given your um, aptitude and your, and your specializations, you feel a bit drawn towards this particular... Uh, fight. This this is something real. This isn't just signing up for some bounties, chasing down some bandits. This isn't just delving into an ancient tomb, um, defeating some Draugr, grabbing some random skeleton crap. This is real world, um, high stakes style adventuring. And so you present yourselves to the Tempest Adventuring Guild's headquarters, a large manor house building called the Night Hall in uh, in Oxenfurt. A large uh, sort of six foot two. Uh, man with a, a short sort of short cropped brown hair uh, dressed in these very yellow orange robes um, clearly some sort of monk by the way he stands uh, welcomes you into the guild no real test no real initiation you are just welcomed with open arms um, you get the sense that there haven't been many applicants in the last little bit towards this group um, he introduces himself as Azua, uh, as one of the heads of the guild, one of the founding members, and appoints you and assigns you to Langdadrosa, um, who's been with the guild for a couple of months. And, and Langdadrosa takes you under his wing. Your first task has been to try and track down a number of the other group members who have kind of gone a bit missing recently. The last known location was north of Nunia, this island far towards the northeast of Nostea. Uh, rather than taking ship, which would have taken a lot longer, um, you were booked passage on an airship, and that airship has actually taken you over Nunia. You stopped off in a little fishing village right on the edge of, uh, of Nunia, the jungles, asked around and were told, yeah, they'd gone into the jungle, but then they disappeared mysteriously, and their airship was seen heading further north towards the coastline. And so your journey continues on. Um, you've been flying now in this airship for about two weeks. It has been quite a bit of time. Finally spotting some sort of landed civilization below the town of Drifthaven. Your airship has landed and docked uh, alongside another airship that has been quickly identified as an air of decency. And Langdadrosa has sent you both out early in the morning to go and do a bit of scouting out of the area and then come back and basically meet up with the adventurers on this ship. Would you like to both describe your characters? Jacob, would you like to describe KC to us? KC, Clunker Coil is a large metal construct robot-esque warforged with a large shield attached affixed to the left arm with a very very strong looking right hand about six five ish very tall looking very strong and the very emotionless face eyes not a lot else going on very difficult to read very difficult to breathe. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just enjoyed very difficult to breathe. I thought, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, and yeah, and so, so you kind of identified some of the key features of of Clunker Coil. And would you like to introduce your class as well? So you're playing a. Um, I'm playing a cleric of the peace domain. A peace domain cleric, which oh, okay. um, nice. for those yes. of you who know me know that I fucking love the peace domain cleric. I think it is really, really fun. Um, I'm very stoked that Jacob has picked Peace Domain. There's a lot of fun things you can do with it. I think it's one of the underlooked and undervalued cleric subclasses. I think it's really cool. And Tom, would you like to introduce your character, Boulder? Boulder. He is a Goliath standing seven two tall. 
uh, similarly in a silent or tough manner as uh, my other friend here. Um, quietly spoken, very tough. Uh, he's a uh, barbarian path of the totem warrior, um, diving into um, aspect of the bear. So being tough nice. and in people's faces is what he is about. Uh, it. He's short on words, not many syllables, but he definitely uh, likes to face danger uh, when it comes up. So nice. speaks with sword rather than, uh, you know, mouth. Just nice. just quickly, I want to say one thing. And I assume that's because he doesn't know many letters. Yeah. <laughs> Intelligence could be low, who knows? <laughs> we'll let eight? you figure that out. It's not less than eight. <laughs> I've just realized you guys have chosen like two different play styles. Completely yeah. different. That's One great. is all about peace, apparently, like the peace domain, like stopping conflicts and stuff. I, I take it. I don't know much about the class. <laughs> and then the other one is all aggression, just smack things. But they actually haven't because he's taken the bear, which is all about protecting, basically taking yeah. hits so others don't have it's to. True. So actually, they've actually both taken very similar style protector roles. He still wants to go and smack things like hard. <laughs> So this yes, is well, fun. where I could align is if they're going to attack, I'll let them attack me and then he'll try and pacify. So I'll protect you guys and yeah, we'll yeah. see how it works. Yeah, so probably you two, uh, being a bit of a team heading through the guild when you were first kind of getting into the scheme of things, you do have a very, you, you, like your, your fighting styles have become very synergistic and you become quite a pair when fighting. Um, both of you being able to take a number of hits and deal damage back at the same time. Um, especially with uh, with KC being a peace domain and being able to kind of keep people's morale and health nice and topped up. Mm. Um, you've probably developed a bit of a back-to-back -back style fighting style um, where you do, you do have a very synergistic method of fighting together and fighting as a team. So probably, yeah, probably you have traditionally taken on quite defensive roles given your, um, given your abilities. And the guild generally attracts... Uh, rangers, rogues, there's not a huge number of barbarians or clerics. So you would have been in, in high demand for most of the uh, most of the activities where you're training together as, as defenders. Um, but yeah, so you guys have been out early in the morning. Um, you awoke at dawn, took a little canoe out and paddled towards the north, reaching the edge of the iceberg where a ship had apparently been sunk. Uh, after spending a bit of time sailing around, you were able to locate the wreck of the ship on the bottom of the ocean. Um, however, not too many more signs or indications of someone passing however if you would like to roll a perception investigation or a survival check i can give you guys some more information i would absolutely love that to is the wrong one <laughs> what did you roll <laughs> stealth <laughs> i gave like three options <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. if you just clicked randomly you had a high chance Go of <laughs> Uh, 19 for survival, 22 for survival. Yeah, look, the two of you working together. Um, this is straight back to basic training and basic woodsmanship. Um, Boulder, as a as a Goliath, uh, as someone who's come from living out in the wilds, you're very proficient and very trained in tracking, especially in snow and ice. Um, mm. This is where your forte is. You you track game across mountaintops back in your, your siege in your village. This is nothing new for you. You're very proficient in this. Um, and Casey, you have a pretty decent databank that you've built up over time, probably from working with Boulder, talking to other rangers and scouts. And you have a pretty decent bank of knowledge that you can draw upon uh, to be able to, to sort of spot things as well. And with your, your Warforged sight, which is slightly more sharp than a normal person's, you spot things that together you and Boulder are able to put together. 
There are a number of tracks leading further north across the iceberg, partially hidden by the snow. It looks like this is from a couple of days ago, probably a week ago even. The snow has fallen and covered these tracks, but the signs of them are still there underneath. It looks like they were weighed down, carrying heavy things. Any number of people between 20 to 30 humanoids passed through here. Um, the tracks continue across a number of different icebergs. It looks like there were the signs of scratch marks where maybe portable bridges were put down to bridge the gaps between ice. Um, but because the ice is always moving, it doesn't take very long before the trail just stops dead at the edge of one of the icebergs and you can't see another marking point or um, section where the bridge might have connected to anymore. And it is also now starting to get to mid-morning. You know that you are supposed to rendezvous back with the rest of the team before the sun sort of reaches too high in the morning sky. So with that, you get back on your canoe and begin heading back towards Drifthaven. As you come into the harbour, it's only sort of an hour or two paddle uh, from where you were. You dock the ship up, um, hand over the paddles back to the person, the, the half-orc gentleman who'd lent you his canoe, his fishing canoe. Um, it paid in advance by Langdadrosa, takes the canoe back, no questions asked. Um, Hope you had a lovely trip round the islands. You sort of look at him a bit like... Did not get wet. <laughs> Affirmative. Just gives you a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, and you begin heading down the docks towards an air of decency, this large airship with uh, twin jets at the front and back that looks very impressive. Um, as you arrive at the deck of the ship, you can see a number of people who you have had described to you. Uh, but for uh, the benefits of your characters, could I get Shana, Jin, and Yova to describe each of you in turn? Shana, could you describe your character, please? So, it's unlikely that Shana has been described to these guys, because she's only been No, sorry, Shana has not been... Yes, sorry, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but, um... Shana is a yuan so she's, um... Top half looks very much like one of the uh, one of the people that were described to you. A previously was a red-headed druid. Now looking really similar, but instead she's got snake eyes and her hair is stark blue white. From about the waist downwards, she has a long ass snake tail. Girls, uh, girls, Lamia, Lamia, how do you that? Lamia, 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 Lamia. My girl ain't got no legs. But, um, and she's probably got a big ass sword at her hip and, um, is probably still trying to steal a hat or two at this point. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, Jin, would you like to describe your character? I think you're currently. No, you had changed back to your Illyrian yeah, form, so... hadn't you? Yeah, so you look like Illyrian. Yeah, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, so as you approach and you look across. At the uh, deck, you see uh, this like half elf uh, sort of standing on the deck, wearing like these really ornate sort of like like almost bordering on like noble clothes. Uh, very, there's it just looks yeah, it looks very very like schmeck. It was very nice. Um, he doesn't carry any weaponry actually. Looking at him, he does have this curious tattoo on his hand though. Uh, that looks sort of like it's hard to see from where you are. Um, but yeah, it's so black basically, blade, just, like, potentially. Yeah, slick back, uh, like sort of like auburn hair, um, sharp features, half elf, typical. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just really comes across as sort of like elegant, I guess, almost in the way he moves. There's no like where where you guys are like where our friend Boulder is this huge hunk of like f like muscle. Uh, 
I'm a lot more like sort of leith, uh, yeah, a bit quick on the feet. Um, and I would say that probably, both of you notice probably a similar build to Yervith as well. Yeah, yeah, both of you are quite quite lithe. Uh, you would notice as well on um, on Jin's chest, on Illyrian's chest, so is Illyrian, the mark of yeah. the Illyrian. Yeah, is the mark of the Bard's College. Um, yes, a loot contained within a wreath of, uh, of laurels, and you know that the Bard's College are a group of you would... uh, Trobiters from Palin, the capital city. They often come out to Oxenfurt. Uh, perform. You would have seen them many, many times. The Bard's College is, is very famous. It's a university for Bards you, in Capital City. Yeah, you might have even seen Illyrian, uh, potentially. Uh, he would have been definitely in all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, he has a bag sitting at his, uh, at his, at his side and a pan flute. Yeah. And hmm. Yerveth. Uh So probably leaning up against the railing of the ship, sort of shooting greasies at Illyrian. To the previous uh, <laughs> event of the morning. Oh yeah, um, I still have my I still yeah. have my sketchbook out. By the way, I'm showing everyone. Yeah, yeah. You see this uh, wood elf, uh, quite tall, very lithe build, is probably very similar to Valerian. Um, silvery long hair, kind of down and tied up a little bit, kind of you know, kind of like a bit of like a like a Ger- Geralt of Riviera style, like that sort of like wild woodsman sort of look with his silvery hair. His, his skin complexion's probably slightly lighter than that of a wood elf, not super coppery, uh, but quite light. Um, and yeah, lots of like lots of facial scars, uh, cuts, and 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 whatnot along in his face. Very like very uh, speaks of a very weathered sort of like someone who's probably spent a lot of their time uh, outdoors under the sun. Uh, he wears a very um, impressive cloak, which at the moment is probably shimmering, kind of these weird colors, colors of the ship. But also it smells, smells like crab. Yeah, no, no. He's wearing his he's wearing his uh, special <laughs> special selfie cloak. Yeah. So um, the 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 wood uh, your woodsman's cloak is now currently um, what is it? it's a cloak of the wilds, isn't it? Sorry, it is currently yeah. taking on much more natural wood tones. Um, yeah. Not not looking like marked ship boards because it it's, it takes on natural features, but looking like yeah. tree trunk and bark and and very much I, that natural wood color. I imagine that he's because he's leaning up against the, the the railing. It's probably like wooden and that ground sort of neutral tones of the wood, and then a like kind of up like upper body is probably more in line with like maybe whatever the outer surroundings are. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, it takes on sort of the yeah. ocean behind the sort of yeah. blue dappled with white yeah. ice every so often floating past. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, a very ornate elvish bow. Uh, and, and a quiver of arrows, um, and yeah, a very weathered sort of uh, leather armor. He carries a uh, ornate sword on one side and just a regular short sword on the other. Um, and yeah, just his overall demeanor is someone who's probably spent a lot of time in the wilds, um, very gruff, beaten, um, but yeah, very uh, very life build. Um, yeah, sort of standing and yeah, yeah looking really angry at Larian. <laughs> I'm not cheeky though. I don't have my sketchbook out anymore. I literally am just like minor illusioning, like yeah, the images a snapshot of, of yeah, your yeah. of no. So this, I did the sketch, <laughs> but now I have like a snapshot of you that was in that I'm just Amazing. sort of like. So now it's not the sketch anymore. It's actually just you. Yeah, in like but, a snapshot but, of that but tiny. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> like I probably just from sitting, my memory. I'm leaning and up I'm just with my arms crossed, just like. Um, also on the deck of the ship, Boulder and Casey is a figure you do recognise as well. You've had Jin Illyrian described to you. You've also had Yerveth described to you as well. Shana looks a little bit familiar to some of the descriptions of a character or of a, a druid um, called Lyra, who you know was travelling with the party. Um, the other person you recognise very instantly is um, a man called Leosin. He looks identical to Azua, but rather than being strong and muscly, he's very thin 
very lithe, um, but exactly the same as Azua, dressed very similarly as well. And you know this is the twin brother of Azua. Um, so Leosin and Azua are twin brothers, twi twin souls. Azua is back in Oxenford at the moment. Leosin's been leading this mission. Um, and as you sort of start walking down the gangway towards the ship, Leosin, who's sort of not really paying too much attention to Jin, having seen the first image and gone like, yes, that's that's very nice, Jin, well done. And then as Jin <laughs> keeps showing more and more of the images, being like, yes, that's very that's very nice, Jin. Uh, very, very good, well done. Um, spots the two of you and goes, ah, uh, hello, uh, hello, uh, KC and Boulder, correct? Sorry, Jin, not right now. And he puts a hand up, pushes through your minor illusion, Jin, and walks forward towards the gangway. Affirmative. Uh, yes. Greetings. Oh man. Greetings. Hello. Um, imaging. Boulder. Casey. Uh, wonderful to meet you. I, uh, I. I'm assuming it's you two. I had descriptions sent through last night by Azua. Um, lovely to meet you. I, I'm I Leoson. I am a Baldor. You are. A, you are a Baldor. That is true. That is I am a Baldor, and I am the KC. The KC. Uh, welcome aboard to an air of decency. Please come aboard. I'd like to introduce you to uh, three adventurers who will be traveling with you for the next little bit. He does that. I stand up straight and, and you know, walk on forwards, taking big strides. Absolutely. KC yeah. follows along. Uh, as you guys step on the ship, Leosin sort of guides you over and goes, Shana, Jin, Yavith, Boulder, KC. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I would. Oh, sorry. He would have introduced you as Illyrian. Sorry. Yeah. He would have introduced you as Illyrian. Yeah, Illyrian. Because actually, only a few people realize who yeah. I actually am yeah. as well. Uh, so for knowledge. Jacob and Tom's benefit, uh, Jared is playing a changeling. Uh, no, he's changed that. It doesn't. They they can see <laughs> it from the character art. It would be fun for them to find out. I've already they're, I've already briefed Jacob. I'm pretty sure, and they can see from the yeah. character art that you're a changeling, really clearly. All right. Um, just uh, the half half out. wasn't a giveaway. <laughs> no, he actually like fell into some white paint. Into some white paint, <laughs> and now they call him the jester. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Why so serious? Why is there uh, yes. so much paint around on this deck? <laughs> um, it just keeps happening so, to me every day. We're in the middle of painting the ship oh i'm gonna i'm gonna read out a description from uh from one of the chats of uh, the situation around you i fucking love this uh cynical this is awesome oh, what yes. timbers creaking counterpoint to the waves rocking the ship from side to side the canvas sails flap and billow as the wind drives the ship forward the taste of salt permeates every breath while a damp smell wafts from the freshly swamped deck dark wood swollen Thank you for ruining that. Um, thank you, Sonical. That's really Sorry, poetic. I love that. That's a beautiful. painting, painting a beautiful image. Um, beautiful. Yeah, painting a beautiful image, I might. Yeah, so, um, KC and Boulder, you are introduced to Jin, Shana, and Yobit. Um, I and would do, like, a intricate, like, bow. Um, of course you would. Well, hello there. Welcome to our, our, our ship. Um, not quite sure who you are, but Leos and who are these people again? Sorry. Uh, yeah, these are the... Yes, no, no, no. I, we talked about this literally not even ten minutes we did? ago. Um, yes, oh, we, we did. did. Oh, you weren't here, Yareth. You've only just come on deck. Um, oh. Casey, Boulder are the new recruits to the Tempest Adventuring oh. Guild. They are they are new adventurers oh. as part of our guild. This is their first uh, first mission. Very exciting, isn't it? Uh, I'm not the newest member anymore. <laughs> I'm not even a member. I'm just an associate. Oh, really? I don't even know what I am. No, these guys are probably <laughs> more like yeah, they're more like, members than you guys are. Than Boulder, yeah, yeah. it appears that we are the only members here. Yeah. Therefore, we outrank the others. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that's a fair point, actually. I turn, I turn and look and say, 
you might be onto something. Are we and sure of... these are them? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Weary. The guys sort of looks up at you guys. Coming... Thanks, guys, for coming to the stream, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just joking. We're commandeering this ship. Get off, scum. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I mean, technically, you kind of do outrank the three of these, because associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, right? That's your line, isn't it, Illyrian? And Shana and Yerveth are kind of... Well, Yerveth we rescued from a jungle, and he's just got so much PTSD we can't put him back in the real world yet. <laughs> um, and Shana's half-snake stairs are too difficult him, for her. Have to give him a little bit of time before we release him into the wilds. Yeah, we have to build up where, his confidence again. <laughs> Please don't put me back in that jungle. <laughs> no, not the jungle. We wouldn't put you back in the jungle, I swear. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I would never do that to you. Um... Right, so I, I believe that you had been given a task by Langdadrosa to scout out the area that we're investigating today, the, the side of the ship that had been uh, been sunk. Take us through what you find. Balder, do you care to inform the others? In my history of searching the snow plains, I've found many tracks, many days of snow have covered, I'd say 20, maybe 30 different sets of, uh, of, of feet have traveled ice. It is hard to follow as ice shifts and breaks. The path is not consistent. Ah, it is okay. hard to follow. Indeed. This will be it's uh, it's not the only thing. I, I get that though. Right. So, although we must add, it was very easy for us to find this trail and to determine the direction and numbers that were headed that direction. So, we are concerned as to the inept of this group, but perhaps that is why we have joined, is to provide some level of expertise. Fantastic. I um, agree. While he's probably talking, yeah, I'm going to probably be, like, circling KC and just comparing him to, like, Lockie. Yeah, so like, as, hmm. as you walk around, do you want to make me a insight or investigation check? And I'll tell you different things based on which one you roll. Uh... Sure, sure, sure. Let's do it. It's an 11, 11 so not a crash on. Yeah, as, as you look over Casey, um, he definitely looks to be a much newer model. Like, there's no signs of gears, no signs of cogs. Um, everything is very much... So underneath the armour is all twisting wood that is moving clearly with the aid of magic, the way it's sort of moving and, and turning. Um, he looks to be, yeah, very much a construct out of magical design, whereas Loki almost looks like clockwork. Um you have no idea how Loki actually works, but this looks much more uh, classical, warforged, organic, right. uh, mixed with inorganic compounds to create this this construct that can move. The armor is, yeah. As you get a bit of a closer look at the armor, um, Casey, would you have any emblems of your god marked on your armor at all? Casey actually wouldn't. Okay, there then would in that be case... patches where they would were? have been or look like they should be but there's actually not anything in those locations. He only got an 11, so he doesn't notice that. So he's just like, yeah, it's very clean, <laughs> very tidy armor that's been well cared for. Um, a few dints and a few scratches in, in places where it looks like he's taken some hits. The shield looks like it has been well used, but the condition it's in is stunning. Like this thing looks like it can take a beating um, and it has frequently. It looks like it has taken a number of beatings, but all the equipment's in really good use. Very clean. No markings. No insignias. Nothing. Um, very, yeah, very different to Loki. Loki's much more mechanical. 
Uh, KC seems to be much more biomechanical in terms of his construction, much more natural wood. Yeah, as... as, uh, um, as oh, sorry, you go. I was going to say, as uh, Jin went to uh, inspect KC, I can see that he was like checking him out. I sort of stand uh, by his side checking and a pat, like a reaffirming pat on the shoulder. <laughs> just sort of by his side, just reassuring the... As Big Daddy Boulder on. puts a hand on <laughs> KC. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy oh, Boulder puts a hand on the shoulder. Oh, <laughs> You'll be all right, son. <laughs> no, no, uh, I, I sort of, I sort of look and um, boy, yeah, you, you, you look a little. Uh, we also, well, he was a warforge, we thought, but actually turned out to be a giant forge. It's a whole different story. Um, yes, you, very vastly, vastly different um, construction. Huh. I just sort of stand back. I start sketching Owen in my book. Okay. Yeah, you you're can start sketching him. Quite, you're getting good use out of that book today. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you so can make you a question. Morning, I would just, I would, so I've seen you do. You do not know how tempted I have been to use major image just to oh. like, plot the, your visage. I, 20 I do, feet. I do love how you're able to turn a question into a threat, Matt. That was well done. <laughs> But no, because what I what I heard was I'm gonna tear that out and burn it in front of you if you keep doing. Yeah, this. I'm, I'm like seconds away from drawing an arrow, just being like, stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching you. This as I do the sketch, and just like I've got this like smile on my face that is just like, just just really cheeky and probably shit eating a little bit. Like just, I am just yeah. I'm just being a menace at the moment. Yeah, this um, close. This close, Larian. <laughs> Leosin, kind of sensing a bit of tension, steps in, having rolled an inside of 18, <laughs> kind of like steps in a bit and goes, yes, um, right, so I, th- I think we should probably get a bit of a crack on, don't you? We've that would probably be got a, an excellent idea. But got a lot, a, lot to, a lot of ground to cover. I would like to uh, talk to uh, Boulder and uh, Casey in a bit more detail. They can give me some uh, information about the tracks that they saw. It would be uh, useful. Yes, because you're quite good at tracking, but have you had much experience in the snow and ice? I mean, not as much as I think uh, our Goliath friend here would have, but uh, it's all the same, isn't it? I believe between the two of us, we may be able to provide some instruction for yourself. Oh, that would be excellent. Yes, yes. As um, we are on the same team. Of course, of course. I, I, just quickly, I think I there's a memory that I probably should tell you all. I found out in my drunken stupor last night... As um, as all of you probably were aware, I do remember one of the memories coming through. Um, I was talking to one of the orcs, and they said that um, they told me sort of like a, a sort of like these um, there were several robe, uh, robed figures in town that had uh, appeared before the town was attacked. And they had these strange, like, draconic masks. And they were sneaking around. Um, yes, a, a seal hunter on the ice noticed one of the masks half, half covered in snow on the ice, on an ice floe. Near this... Uh, I think near where the ship had actually wrecked. So that could potentially help us actually identify this group even more so than before. Well, a mask was left behind. Um, potentially. I'll be honest, I was also, like, I also then got... So the same conversation ended up with me 
in a drink off against the said orc. Oh. And okay. I sculled like three like cup like flagon size ales. Uh, okay. It's very hard to sort of okay. I think that it was sort of along those lines. Well if, my, if I rem- remember. I okay. That's um hmm. we'll take that with a grain of salt then. Um alright, well Leosin, I think it's uh about time we head off then, huh? Well, I mean, I also have to add, I'm not sure, um, I know you weren't there, uh, old Swabby, but, um, uh, and I also can't really remember who was at the one team. of us? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps you might meet Swabby if, if the mood strikes, um, but, um, I, I just did want to add, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't quite remember actually who was there due to all of the drinking that did proceed last night, but, um, I do remember them, uh, our guide of the town telling us that the dragon cult was known to be in this area and did um, proceed. So the likelihood of the the party that was spotted of it being dragon cult does appear to be quite high. Agreed. But we, we should be on the ready, um, you know, if, if they were... If, you know, if you were able to see footprints, then they can't be more than a couple of days travel away and that could very well be within line of sight, um, depending on how flat planes are. So um, we, we do need to be quite careful when we're investigating this area. Line of sight Look. might be tricky in a snowy condition like this. You don't know what sort of uh, snowstorms or winds might come through, block our vision. So yeah, just in hindsight, I probably should have alerted you all to that fact, but I got sidetracked. <laughs> but I, I didn't. Just sort of look off to the distance. <laughs> huh. But I chose not to. I just sort of shrug and keep sketching. If um, oh, he, he continues to sketch. Uh, Boulder is going to subtly try to like adjust his pelt. He's aware he's being sketched. He just aligns <laughs> it to front and center. <laughs> Are you trying to he's, like? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's he's wearing like a slight armor piece over one side <laughs> and a big pelt on the front, he just you, makes sure it's fitting. Are you, are you I try to do it subtly. <laughs> I, uh, so, it depends how stealthy if you realize if I'm actually posing or not. That's awesome. That sounds like Go an insight yeah. check. Stealth check. Yeah, stealth check and insight check to read. Okay. Or, uh, I'll actually do stealth like correctly this time. <gasps> oh my god! Wow, oh, wow, that's a high stealth roll. Very good. Can I do a perception check? Because I'm not really keeping yeah, an that's eye a, for I'd it. say perception check's okay. 19. You've got to beat for stealth. 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, not so sudden. That's a good roll. Jin, wow. you very quickly realize that Boulder's posing a bit for the sketch. Do that information <laughs> what you wish. But yeah, you get I, uh, you get the sense that he's 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 posing a bit. He's having a bit of fun I'm, with it. I'll leave him be. I'm not going to, like, rat on him or anything. I think it's pretty funny, though. I just sort of take it in and, I like, I just sort of, yeah, I just have a laugh with it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so um, what would you guys like to do? Is there any other preparation you guys want to do before you leave town, or are you happy for me to take you guys across uh, do a little bit of sea travel and meet up with Batara and then investigate the site of the sunken ship? The only thing I wanted to do was yep. maybe buy some armor, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, what, what armor would you be looking ratty. at? I was looking at maybe some studded leather armor. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. You can you can really quickly uh, head into town and have a quick yep. chat and see what you can find. So, um, can I get you to roll me a d20, please, just really quickly, just so I can see which yeah. random shop you walk hmm. into. If you could, there, lad, that'd be great. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, yeah. So, um, you have it. As you're sort of looking around for a specific armor shop, you realize that there's no real armorers per se, but a number of the merchantile uh, outlets and and shipping. Um, companies do have these massive warehouses full of shit and one of the warehouses is just on the docks quite close to you and as you walk on up to it um you see this is called the sea loots booty um and as you as you walk on in uh you are greeted at the front desk by a triton a um so this is the first time you guys have probably met a triton um blue skin very amphibious looking features humanoid um not super tall this one's only sort of about five four five five so a little bit on the shorter side webbed fingers and toes uh, a second set of eyelids so the first eyelids that the outer eyelids only blink every so often but the inner eyelids are blinking all the time this sort of like translucent oh. second set of eyelids and the gills at the side have sort of closed over and every so often he's sort of dabbing some water on his gills as he looks and as you walk in um he looks up and goes oh Hello there, welcome to the Sea Loot's Booty. Uh, all sunken treasures and goods found from legitimate salvage. Uh, legitimate salvage. We do not oh, oh. commit piracy here. Legitimate oh, salvage. No, no judgment, no judgment. All good. It's uh, very rare that um, uh, wood elves visit this uh, this part of the world. Uh, thank you for coming into my shop. No, oh, oh, it's good. The pleasure's mine. No, I haven't seen, I don't think I've ever met a triton before. Oh, uh, pleasure is all mine. Lovely to meet you too. Um, you could call me Rend. How are you doing? Oh, Rend. Rend. Call me Yerveth then. Yerveth. How can I help you, Yerveth? Oh, well, um, I sort of like, kind of like, move my cloak out a little bit, a little bit, and I go, ah, oh, my uh, my armor here has seen better days. Um, the long yes, time it has. In the jungle recently, and uh, well, I was hoping for something a bit, bit nicer, a bit more, uh, a bit more harder, a bit more. Uh, yes. Yes. Appropriate, I suppose. It's I can, I can definitely, definitely help with that. We, uh, we recently found some armor. Um, only one previous owner, and he takes you down an aisle and pulls you sort of through these areas. You can see armor that has like rusted barnacles attached to it. He sort of pushes through the metals and takes you over to um, a series of uh, of leather armors up on racks. Most of them look to be leathers and hides, but as he pushes them aside, you see that there is another set of leather armor there. Um, Again, barnacles appear to have, have encrusted itself to the surface. He goes, ah, these are iron bark barnacles. They, they provide some extra protection. Uh, in fact, it's, um, yes, it's, 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 they, they, these, are, these are quite helpful. Uh, you do need to keep them wet every, every couple of weeks or so if you could just put a bit of moisture on them to keep them alive. What about, what about humidity and those sorts of conditions? Are they good for it? Or? Yes, 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 very good. They, these are very adaptive barnacles. Uh, you can find them on the side of undersea vets, did you know? Oh, did not. That is very interesting. Yeah, very, very protective. I, I could part with this for 50 gold pieces, I think. Uh, 50, you say? I think. What about, what about, what about 45? Make me a persuasion check. Okay, I'm not persuasive, but we'll try. 13? Yes, I yeah. could do 45. Yes, I could, I could, I could do 45. Yes. All right. That sounds good to me. Uh, you can add studded leather armor to your inventory. Yay! And um, 
if the if the opportunity arises, uh, you can if you can chuck in your notes section that it is barnacle studded leather. Um, I will write a reminder for myself. There are three conditions which can activate something, and I will let you know when any of those are triggered. Very cool. All right, no worries. Ah, uh, you'll see. Say that now. Um, oh <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it is so much fun to mess with. This is water, salt, and desert heat. <laughs> anytime you touch. Anytime you touch any fire, uh, the barnacles explode, dealing uh, 60, 10 damage to anyone nearby. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Radius. Not to you, though, just anyone around you. It's essentially um, fireball, but it's barnacles. It's fireball, but barnacles. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Um, but yeah, you, you've, you've got your saddle armor. You can head on back. Um, perfect. As, as you guys get back on the airship, um, Leosin, uh, rather than sort of bringing the airship up into its... Um, into its uh, flying uh, state. He keeps it as a as a ship moving along the water surface. Um, I, I just we're burning through fuel quite quickly, and uh, I do have some concerns about our reserves. I I think while we can sail under our own weight, we we should kind of stick to that if that's okay. Um, all right, let's carry on. The journey to the iceberg that you're headed for only takes about an hour. Um, no, sorry, it'd only be about half an hour under the power of the ship. So, w- did you ever you suggest some questions for Boulder and KC? If there's ever if there's any chatting or talking you guys want to do let me know now otherwise i'll keep pushing with the story oh i guess no i'd just probably be wanting to like have more a bit more detail about the tracks like the, the size of the boot of the, of the foot marks whether or not they were all uniform or if they were larger ones smaller ones um if they were all boot marks or if there were some that more looked like more like animals like yeah. just a whole bunch of like survival related um, like, if they were in standard march or just scattered yeah, like cattle yeah. yep yeah, um, Casey and Boulder definitely would know this information and they can share it with you. Um, mostly booted feet. There were a number of clawed digitigrade feet, which could be dragonborn, lizard folk, half dragon. Um, there were a couple of larger clawed feet, which indicated some sort of um, mount, some sort of lizard-like mount. Probably some sort of giant lizard or guard drake would be what Casey and Boulder think looking at the tracks. Um, they would not be happy in that, weather. No. no, not in the ice. But that's kind of the main things that you would get from that that would yeah. be the kind of main um vibe what was the other one you said if they were scattered or ordered pretty ordered um it looks like this was a very deliberate um careful march that was being done um yeah, oh, you, um, you, yeah. One, one more thing sorry just before we leave um out of the town you two casey and boulder um are you prepared for winter weather it's um I'm not quite sure what you've um, got with you, but yeah, it's yeah. probably both gonna be you, very cold. No, both of you I mean Casey, temperature isn't an issue for you. You are a construct. Uh and Boulder, you are a Goliath, you are from the north. Uh this this oh, is oh. balmy. You are sweet. <laughs> like, this is this As you grew up with this temperature. <laughs> I imagine we'd both respond with winter. <laughs> <laughs> My yes. only one slept here that doesn't like the and she's wrapping herself up in Lockheed's electric coat. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as Shana would say that, as you guys are watching Illyrian, uh, he'll probably get his small bag and pull out like a like a human-sized like winter cl- cloak. Yeah, just out of this little bag, uh, and then just chuck it on. Casey and Boulder, you've seen bag of holding before. Uh, okay. Sorry, sorry, they've seen bags of holding before. The mysteries, but I imagine you did fun. it in a performative way. And yes, would say. very cool. There would have been, there would have been, there definitely would have been some like, there would have been some strut to it or something. Pizzazz. It would have been very thematic. 
Very like thin. Like magician's um, hat, just like. <laughs> I, I do have a. Yeah, no, you looked. You looked fabulous. You looked absolutely fabulous doing it. But like both of them are kind of like, oh, we've seen we've seen bags of holding before. Like, oh, wow, well, um, yeah, bag of holding, huh? Cool. <laughs> as we start flying, though, I will. Um, as Shana sort of asks those questions, I'll sort of go up to him and be like, "Well, have have you two always, you know, journeyed together? Uh, is this is this a new partnership, or have you been friends for a while?" Uh, as I sort of sit back and um, just sort of see what they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's up to you guys. You we can have... you can pick between the two of you. We have done many, many adventures with each other. We've uh, had many battles. I glance over at his uh, frame. You can't see it, but we certainly have. We've only known each other since up. Wait, yeah. what, what do you mean under his frame? What? So the his like Warforged being uh, is like in good condition, but uh, his shield is in, you know, it's, it's in good condition, but it's it's seen some battle. So is his shield the added layer? Uh, he has an actual shield as well. Okay, gotcha. I sort of take it that he means he saw him naked once. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. You can take that one. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. I, can, I, I can't stop you. I think probably so. going to walk up and listen to the conversation as well. Yeah. Oh, so you, you've been friends for a while then. That's uh, That's good. We have friends. defended one another many a times, and most of the times, been victorious. Most, you say? So you say there's been times where you haven't been victorious? Well, yes, times when we didn't want to show off too much. Oh, nice. At the sake of being victorious? It's a matter, and you may, you all may not understand, as we being the higher-ups... Uh, sometimes, <laughs> of course, it is a matter of allowing those beneath you a chance to rise. Oh, you see, you experience. You see, I was once friends with some higher ups as well, and um, they're all dead now. So, um, <laughs> yes, be, be careful f- in you, you know with your adventures. I sort of, Casey's I sort of go, turn I, to I, Sorry, I, no, I I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's I'm just, gonna, it's, I will. It's really, I'm gonna. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to straddle up to Yerveth as he's saying this. I'm like, are you threatening? A, and like, under my breath, I'm like, are you threatening our new allies? Like, what are you doing? No. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. I'm, uh, I'm, um, I'm just being I realistic. I'm just being Is realistic. Is that a threat? It's not a threat. <laughs> it's not a threat at all. It's just... You I just sort of hear... Things. You sort of hear me in the background go, yeah. Yeah, fuck I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Leosin no, from the wheel of the all... ship calls out and goes, um, we are all on the same side here, Yerveth. All on the same side. It's just, you know, it's, it's only been, it's not even been a week, you know. <laughs> it's, it's been, yeah. Okay. I place my hand on his shoulder. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just sort of like... I just sort of shush him like, shh, it's okay. <laughs> just stop Yerveth, me. You're making it worse. I, I understand. Not all of us can be as coherent in the spoken language. Oh, as some of no. the others of oh us. Oh my god! I'm not very. I am not very good at talking. Uh, I leave that to this one. Yep, he's he's better at that. I just keep things. <laughs> Do you well. like fighting though? Because we'll get along then. Oh, oh yes, I like stabbing things a lot. And I pull out like my swords, and I'm like, I sort ah. of, 
I sort of like I sort of lean in towards uh, KC and Calder, uh, Boulder, sorry, and mm-hmm. like I sort of put my hand like in front of my mouth and like I've seen it. It's a bit. It's 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 harrowing to say the least. When he, it was very interesting. <laughs> Curved or corkscrew? Um, is that more direct? I guess it's more directed at Yervith. That seems like a Yervith question. It's uh, curved. Excellent. <laughs> just um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think we can along just fine. Um, she'll be right. Well, with that in mind, and Casey will pull up an arm, and out will extend a longsword, straight out of the arm. Oh, that's... Huh. I can do something like that as well. And then, like, I materialize my, like, Show shadow blade. <laughs> okay. So, Jin, Jin's shadow blade comes out. KC and Boulder, you watch as uh, Illyrian's shadow is pulled up into his hands. He has no shadow, and the shadow forms into a long, dark, curved katana that leaks ah, black ooh, shadow. <laughs> very, very similar. Nice. I think mine just has a little bit more pizzazz, though, unfortunately. <laughs> Such um, a piece I'm, of shit. I'm, 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 oh, but you know, poor, I, poor me. Like I'm just below you. Your sword, your long sword, is just shines above. Oh, superior one. Oh, I, I, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm just gonna step away now. Uh, Leosin, Leosin, help me. Leosin calls back. <laughs> Leosin calls back from the uh, from the prow of the ship. Uh, I think I think we're here, guys. You can put your dicks away now, thanks. Um, I think we've arrived. Uh, and as you look over the side, you can see the airship is approaching the edges of the large expanses of ice that are being broken oh and um, shattered. The sea ice uh, rocks gently in the ocean current. Um, it's not too windy or uh, and the waves aren't too high today, so the sea ice sort of clinks together itself and sending these crackling sounds shooting through the ocean, echoing underneath the ship. Anyone who heads below deck can hear these magnified by the hollow space of the ship, the sounds of ice shooting, these these noises of ice shooting. Um, But as you head back up to the top, you can see that just in front of these larger icebergs is a multitude of tightly packed, almost just snow covering the surface of the the ocean that has solidified into small, tiny little um, clumps of ice that's cracking against one another. The ship is grinding through these as it approaches the edge of the iceberg. Um, Leosin does the best job he can and does manage to park the ship without too much Just bumping. Yeah. Before we before we got too far into the ice, could Shana sort of use some kind of shape water to protect the front of the hull as we break through Absolutely. the ice? Absolutely. Shana can be at the front, so sort of moving quickly, the water on the side. Yeah. I really want to paint a picture. So Shana does this after she gets up off the floor from laughing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's rowing along ground laughing. And then the whole ship fire, shakes yeah. as you crash into an iceberg, and this is like, um. Shada, with Mira not here. Shape, shape water, please. <laughs> yes, yes, I got it. She, she makes some ice that comes up around the bow to sort of act like a bit of an icebreaker. Oh, nice. Even better. Yeah. So rather than concentrating, you just freeze up a section of ice that covers the front of the ship. And yeah, perfect. Just protect uh, it. Blade. Ice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The boat comes to a stop as the ocean <laughs> turns off the engine. The, the shuddering of the propellers ceases and the boat begins rocking gently in the water, no longer under propulsion. Leosin heads to the front of the boat and goes, right, well, I'm going to stay on the ship, obviously, with uh, Grisha, Arvel, and, uh, and the Kenku friends. If you guys wanted to head on out, start your work, I'll put down the gangplank. Yep. 
Before we leave, if I can also create an ice barrier between the ship and like the ice slash snow that we're sort of moored up against, you can just make to stop a it from like five foot cube one, yeah. Like you know, like like little fenders. <laughs> like can I just make like, a bunch of fenders and um, ice. <laughs> so the problem is right that you can't shape the water and freeze it at the same time. So you can't, oh, no, you can't do. It's no longer abuse water. It's back to being shape water oh. now. The two of you don't have it. So. Um, Unfortunately, as you sort of go to do this, you just succeed in freezing a whole bunch of ice around the ship. And then as the sea begins moving once again, it cracks and shatters and falls apart. Oh. I tried. <laughs> Sorry, no more no more broken no more broken game mechanics for two people having shape water, not for the moment. <laughs> Unless KC or Boulder are about to reveal they've both got shape water, then we're in trouble again. Actually, no. Nah. I did look at it. <laughs> I did use water. Yeah. Um but yeah, in front of you, you can see the vast expanse of the sea ice. Far, far in the distance to the north, you can see a rising mountain far, far away, which you, you know is the heart of winter, the volcano at the very centre of the uh, of the Arctic Circle. But the sea ice stretches on and on and on. You suspect that on a clear day like today, you're very lucky to have that view of the volcano in the distance. Any time the snow was blowing or the cloud cover moved in, this place would just become cold and bitter and hard to see immersed in this icy fog of snow and, uh, and white sleet but today the conditions are fairly clear as the ocean lowers the gangplank and heads back up towards the deck of the ship Grisha the half-orc um, bosun comes on and begins tying off various ropes uh, for Casey and Boulder yeah you see this deckhand who's clearly employed to, to manage the ship um, begins tying off ropes quite a burly half-orc woman um, tattoos across her chest, arms which show her fighting off various pirates and sea creatures, which you know for uh, Maloran Orcs, for the Half Orcs, is a sign of de- deeds that she has done. These would be things she has actually done that are tattooed on her skin. Um, she doesn't acknowledge you, doesn't say hello, doesn't even seem to recognize that new people are on the deck of the ship. Um, she just does her job, gives a bit of a nod to Leos, and then heads back up towards the back of the ship. Um, but yeah, the, the gangplank lies before you, and you can see the vast expanse Ooh. of snow and ice ahead. As I see her quickly and I notice yeah. all those tattoos, I go to her, hmm, hey, that looks quite similar to mine, actually. And I show my chest. Uh, Grisha sort of pauses, turns around and goes, what rubbish are you spout? What? <laughs> um, Casey yes, and Boulder, I... uh, Jin, Illyrian, has oh, an yeah. orcish tattoo across his chest of a, an, an airship being attacked by manticores, three manticores. And this figure that clearly is Illyrian, clearly is Jin, is summoning a giant dragon which is wrapping its wings around the ship and breathing fire across these manticles, scaring them away. So that's a major which, image that makes it be an ancient dragon. Ancient dragon. Um, it's tattooed on his chest. Uh, Grisha looks and goes, That's not how I remember it at all. <laughs> well, there are two like, manticles, not three. Yeah, that's going to like walk and like be next to Grisha because I haven't seen this either. I'm no. Like, what? Are you saying you did this? I did I did do, do I did do this with two, but admittedly, um, they did elab- I I might have elaborated. Oh, they. Which tribe it. gave you the honor of being bloodkin? She sort of like peeks a bit closer and goes, "Wave riders." Okay, I need to write huh. down my notes because I didn't even know that. <laughs> You've no idea who these people were. You just got shit faced with them and let them tattoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just sort of sit there and go, I'd nod. I don't say anything about like, the, hey, I don't the know. wave riders granted you this gift. I don't, this doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> I hope you understand how Im- 
how much of a blessing this is to be named Bloodkin. We don't just let anyone have this, this honor. I, uh, it is I, not I, something I just... to be shown off as a party trick. As she advances on you, standing like I think it's like what half a foot over you. <laughs> I sort of, I sort of look at her and go, "No, not a party trick at all. No, no, I just wanted to show that me and you, you know, we have something in common." Right. Very well then. Backs off and begins heading back downstairs. I sort of, as she walks off, I just sort of do a slight, like, a sign of relief. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were, like, like, start dancing it around behind her back while you're walking away. No, um, no, no, no. She's scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you guys can head down the uh, yes. head down the plank what and onto I'm the sea of ice. What I'm going to do, Owen, is get, I'm going to have, I saw my umbral blade in my hand. Yes. I'm going to do Blessing of Shadows and do one charge. Okay, absolutely. So would you like to read um, out what the Blessing of Shadows does for those who so, don't know how your special homebrew magic item works? Yes, yeah, so one of my abilities is, while holding the sword, um, this is my first, like, ability. Is, there are, is it another one? Uh, while holding the sword, you can use an action to spend a charge and give yourself 1d10 t- uh, temporary hit points. This property can't be used again until the next do- dusk. Sorry, dusk. Ooh. Would you like to roll your 1d10 temporary hit points for me? I hope it's good. Eight, nice. That's that's actually. You can add that as temporary hit points. So I imagine, with the blade in my hand, it starts pulsing and pulsing and pulsing, and it becomes rapidly a bit more. And then, like, some of like those shadows just sort of start enveloping me, and then just get sucked into my bean. And then, yeah. So you watch as all the shadows around, shadows from Barrel, shadows from the mast, shadows from the prow of the ship begin being pulled towards the sword. And as the sword drinks them in, um, the blackness begins to move, the shadows begin to move down Jin's hand until his entire hand is black, and then it retreats back again. Cool. And your your eyes turn black for that period of time as well, as we know. Um, Um, And then with that, before we go on the ship, I'll probably just uh, unsummon the Umbral Blade. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've moved you guys across to the map layer. I'm not going to bring the stream across to the map just yet, but I will bring the stream across to the map when things happen. I just want to give you guys something to look at um, rather than just uh, than blackness. I realised that KC and Boulder couldn't see anything um, because they didn't have tokens down. So can you guys see? You guys can see everything. It's all looking perfect. I can. Perfect. Yep. Good, good, good. You should just see a a vast expanse of sea ice. Um, I had a lot of fun making this map. Oh, boy. So, um, yeah, as... As you guys begin heading down the gangplank um, and reach the edge of the iceberg, you can see, yeah, definite signs as, as Casey and Boulder point out what you're looking for. Um, yeah, you can see the boot prints in the snow. You can see where clearly another ship was docked. But more importantly, now that you guys have got a bit of a chance to look around, you can see deep below, Casey and Boulder did spot the sunken ship about 30, 35 meters deep through this crystal clear water. You can see a sunken ship. Uh, not an airship, clearly a sailing ship, right at the very bottom of a rocky outcropping underneath. It looks like the ocean floor uh, moves and shifts, and there's a particularly shallow part here. And right beneath you is a sunken ship. And that's what you can see in the dark depths. Sorry, how far down did you say that was again? 35 metres, about 35 35. metres deep. Oh, meters. Meters, yes. We're going in. Uh, oh, no, we're no, going no. in uh, metric because uh, fuck Imperials. Uh, 
ripple ripple lights. My initials are OB. My nickname, the only nickname I've ever had is Obi-Wan. Fuck the Imperials. Rebels are. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Different franchise. Right, for anyone else, uh, 35 meters is 114, 115 odd feet. If you're if so you're going by feet, is. you're you're wrong, um, and you need to rethink your life choices. Um, but yeah, so how that many feet? 115 feet deep, um, but 35 meters deep. You can see the wreck of this ship. Um, it has been split in half. There are obvious burn signs where this thing has been set on fire. Um, and you, Yerveth, Jin, and Shana know that the townspeople, in retaliation of their town being attacked by these uh, by these cultists, this Order of the Dragon, when they came across their ship docked on the ice and unguarded, they broke it and burnt it and put it on the bottom of the sea and sank it as nice. uh, as revenge. Uh, before so too I long, Casey wouldn't know that. Casey would say, "Shall we inspect this ship? Shall we go down? Ready? Are you up, Barry?" Well, I mean, you're, you're the only one of us that could potentially breathe on the bottom of the ocean. But, oh my uh, god, that's so true. Breathe? That, no, I don't breathe. That's, that's precisely the point. I see the point. Very good. <laughs> I did suggest this with our other Warforged, but um, the the plan did not go over well because it did involve the ship being moving at the time, and then we decided that was a terrible idea. But um, That sounds like an excellent decision to not inquire as to the contents of the ship whilst in transit. Uh, Leosin steps back up on ship, having come back from the captain's cabin and holds out a bag. Right, potions of water breathing. I'm assuming you uh, you dickheads didn't buy them, so I bought them. <laughs> oh, Leosin. I sort of look at him blankly as, like, as I take in the insult. Well, am I Leosin, right? Leosin, I... You're right, but also... I have no intention of going below the ice. That, that sounds like hell. Unless, right. I just wanted to make sure you had the option. What? I mean, uh, I'll take one. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take it anyway, but like, I, have, I, I, I don't intend. No, no, uh, uh, these cost money. If you're not going to use this now, I'm keeping it here so I can be in charge of it. Yeah, give that back. <laughs> he reaches over and takes it off you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Use these costs. You have no idea how much these cost. We are we are burning money here, people. We actually need we need money desperately. The cost of this airship alone has put us in a serious financial problem. So I shouldn't be saying this in front of the interns. Look, you've joined a great guild. We're, we're flush with money. We're doing really well. There's nothing to not worry even, about. Not even our finances are fine. We, we need more salvage. Internships, members. Members, exactly. We need more salvage. Uh, if you find more gold, please please acquire it. I was going to say, I mean, we found some salvage not long ago. Yes, we need we need a lot more. I, we, oh. Someone, someone, and I don't want to name any names, but Azua is burning through our finances at a rapid rate. He bought six sets of uniforms for each of you. I. We don't wear oh, uniforms. uniforms. Uniform. Oh, so, I, I, I must meet this Azua fellow. It sounds, sounds lovely. Uh, Boulder and Casey are not wearing uniforms. <laughs> So, Erwin, yes. uh, meta, not like at a game, uh, yes. in my bag of holding, I do have, I did set aside 40,000 silver pieces that equates to 4,000 gold pieces. Do you what? pass that over to the guild? Because so far, he, he stole it from the Horde of the Dragon a, Queen. Yeah, we took a lot of. That was from the air, oh, that was from the Sky Castle. A lot. I also still have 120 pastries in my 
Yeah, but that's bag, let's be honest. That's what's keeping the guild afloat right now, not the silver. Yeah, man. Um, you <laughs> I, haven't I told Leosin of... you have this silver, so he doesn't know. Only you know. I think only you and Mira know you have this much gold. Yoveth wasn't there for that. Shana wasn't no. there for that. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to grab. <laughs> Lucky uh, wasn't there for that. It's only you and Mira who know. I'm going to. I'm going to sort of. I'm going to sort of go up to um, Leos and be like, um, just um, just just uh, sort of nod nod, nod over to right. the, um, captain's cabin. Yes, uh, just quickly. Okay, we'll be right back. Uh, One second, just having a oh. captain's cabin meeting. You know, the yeah, kind of like puts his hands up, like, I look at, do we this or not? Like, I look I at KC. I look at KC. Humidly steps forward for this meeting. I look at KC and I go, um, just, uh, just people who are above the guild, like me, an associate. Sorry. Okay, no. <laughs> and I walk. I do not understand, the... but you have been here longer. I shall conform. Play nice with the guests. <laughs> Owen said, please play nice know, with the guests. He started it! Okay, so you'll step back. <laughs> he started it! I don't care who started um, it, I'm finishing it! Yeah, so, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. I actually love it. I love the running joke. Um, anyway, I'm going to go in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sit down with the Ursa. I'm like, sir, h- how much could you... How much do you sort of need to... Yeah, we're, we're, we're over 25,000 gold in debt, and um, I'm hoping that we can start... To... Yeah, the airship was expensive, uh, and I'm really hoping we, we can... Paid that... We paid that off, I'm sure. No, we've paid off most of it. <laughs> Just not all of it. Because, yes. Yeah, so, well, anyway, um, to keep us afloat, at least partially, I give him 20,000 SP. which 2,000 gold. 2,000 gold. Oh, um, wow. This, yeah, this will really help. No, this will be great. We can, I, we, can, we can spend this to earn more money. I like it. I <laughs> nod. And then I offer him, like, 15 pastries. Uh, these are so stale. Um, it's like wrapping it on the desk. These are how long have these been in your bag for? Well, it's a bag of holding, so there's actually no like. So they've not rotted, so but they have gone stale because they might be a little stale. An, but yeah. I'm sure you can just panache it up. It's look, don't don't stare a gift horse in the mouth, Leos. Uh, th- thanks, thanks, Jim. I appreciate <laughs> That's this. A nod with a smile. I'll treasure these always. And he, he chucks one out the window behind him and sweeps the gold into a chest. <laughs> I sort of, I do. I do. I'm, yeah, I'm catching him. fish. Chuck's another one. I whispered to. I whispered to him. There's 105 more of these. <laughs> of the the gold or the pastries? Because I'll be honest, we pastries. could use the gold. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> right. Well, I'm pleased you're not wasting your time. Well, the 2,000 gold should help then. Yes. No, that will help. But I'm. I, I mean, I assume you had to go through quite a period of time to acquire these and stuff them in your bag of holding and this is taking up space in your bag of holding I assume 100 pastries I just want you to if it's a choice between gold or pastries can I ask that you choose gold and tip the pastries out (laughs) I look at him like do you think me a fool you have 100 pastries in a bag of holding I'm reserving judgment for the moment I'm just saying that they helped us in a tight spot they they? were offered as tribute to a god and then they were successfully taken and the god and the god accepted this <laughs> he did which god was this i sort of stare off blankly uh it was a statue in a ziggurat in the jungle Diderus. i don't know what god it was oh you mean Diderus the lich <laughs> well i don't know actually. who wanted to he corrupt you and, and take control of your futures <laughs> that that Diderus. <laughs> That told us many oh, truths. That what a shocker! What a shocker! The I man who of, the man who tried to co- tried to convince you to commit horrible atrocities I, was happy I, I to accept off, your pastries. I look up in the distance <laughs> and I go, "From what I remember, actually, it was a statue of a very, very muscular man, staring off and pondering into the distance." 
Fair enough, then. I have no idea who it is. Fair enough. Oh, look, um, I, I'm, I'm, um, I just... At that point. Um, yep. Yep, go. Baldur. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> we might have lost <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Baldur. No, Tom. Come back. It's like Hodor. Uh, He's back. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm good. I'm good. Um, when you mentioned it was a, uh, a muscular figure then, I would have um, asked if... Um, uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, um, Jin's taken started. taken away um, taken away Lewis and into the captain's cabin and closed the door. So at this point, you guys yes. aren't there for that. It's just Jin. You can try and you can try oh, and okay. eavesdrop yep, if you want. <laughs> um, but literally, like after thirty nope. seconds, they're both back on the deck of the ship. Yes, and Lewis I'll come like, back out now. Lewis looks at you again and goes like, sure. "A statue of a muscular man." And Boulder, you hear that? <laughs> does he? Does he? Does he <clears> start <throat> posing um, again? <laughs> Please stop posing <laughs> again. <laughs> They were does not. In the context of gods, there was something important. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter now. It's not about gods. Uh, Just start posing. All right. Um, so you have, you're having a potion of water breathing. Bolder, oh, yeah. did you want a potion yes. of water breathing? I know you're brave and bold enough to... It's literally in a yes. name. You can't spell bold yes, without please. bold, so... Hands you over a potion of water breathing. Ha, thank you. Wait, is that bold like O or A? They're very different meanings. Ah, uh, it is bold or, and it's B-O-L. I guess it actually works because you're also bald, aren't you? You only have a beard. Yes, I drew. For those of you who can see the screen um, and have seen the character out flashing through, uh, I I, I don't know what happened, but I was trying to draw a a Goliath barbarian and I just drew Kratos from God of War. (laughs) It's literally just Kratos. I I don't know what happened. Clearly, there was some like thing in my mind where like when I'm drawing that figure, it's like, and now we draw Kratos. Um, So if you could find a chance to go, boy. I would appreciate it. That would be great. Oh, wow. Boy. Oh, it might, it might come in at some point. I'll just leave the suspense. It'll yeah. come possibly. Oh, okay. Careful, boy. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you guys, the yes, is back I on take the deck a of the water. I'll take, take a, a potion water of water breathing. breathing. All right, Shana, you're going to stay on the deck with me then. Well, are we all going down there? Oh, well, Shana, you, you can keep watch if you want. I mean, I'm not going to. We might need you up here. We don't know what's out here in these. We places. have Lewison up here. Yeah. I am not yeah. gonna leave you guys to go down there on your own. As but, much as I, I mean, really don't fucking want to. Shana, you if to. you would like, you could hold our hand and extends a hand down towards you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then detaches it and goes up. <laughs> <laughs> she reaches back, she asks for the potion of water breathing from Lewison. And she takes CK's hand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I sort of, pressure I sort every of time. Now, I sort of sit at the back and I'm like to you, uh, the signs of first love. <laughs> uh, so the, the potions have been handed to you, small flasks, um, conical flasks filled with a cloudy green undulating liquid. Um, as you uncork it, the smell of the sea wafts over you and deep inside you can see a bubble slowly moving up and down almost like a jellyfish moving through the water with trails of uh, smaller bubbles coming off it. Sort of salt sea breeze air hits your face as you uncork the bottles. Hmm. Sort of looks Are we goes, really going down there? Bottoms up. Sure am, Shana. <sighs> down for right. Yeah. Down the, Sends down it the down. water breathing. Potion. Uh, all of you except for KC drink your potions. Um, you have water breathing for an hour. KC, you don't need to breathe, so you don't give a shit. Kicking goals. Kicking goals. Quick, <laughs> um, a quick question. Diving yes. into this ice cold water, do we actually have like 
the danger of like hypothermia. So Lockie, the boxes that Lockie has given you will continue to function even underwater to maintain cool. body heat. Nice. Uh, Baldor. Does... Okay, so he yeah. doesn't have one. Mountain born. But you are from the mountain. You probably are used to cold temperature, but water is a bit different. I'd, I'd say probably Leosin would head back inside and bring out one of these boxes and hand it to you. Whatever. Our, our giant forged, our wolf forged companion, Lockie made these. Uh, if you just turn the handle at your waist every so often, it's just a clutches onto your belt. It's a small mechanical box, Baldor, with a handle that turns like a crank. Uh, if you turn that crank, it'll maintain your body temperature. Uh, you just have to do it every once in a while. Neat. Very neat. Mm. Um, yes, also, just before we go down, can Did you Shana seriously just raise a hand? <laughs> yes, yes, I didn't want to interrupt anyone, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to quickly, before, I, I don't want you guys to go without me, but, you know, but she, as she sort of mutters, you know, this, I don't want you to go without me, she walks down to the water's edge and she uses animal friendship to try and summon a couple more sea snakes. So, so now we discussed this, animal friendship does not summon creatures, animal friendship <laughs> <laughs> helps you <laughs> become <laughs> friends with creatures. Request. Snakes, sea snakes. Um, Why are always sea snakes? Shana, I'm going to tell you this. Shana, I want you to think about the environment that you're in, and I want you to think about the yeah, physiology what? of snakes. No. We are in. We're in the They're Arctic Circle. They're cold-blooded, right? Yes. Yeah. Die here. <laughs> just be like, so just, as, Shana, as Shana's like desperately searching for a sea snake, a small like iceberg with a snake frozen inside, like clearly in the midst of agony, floats past. <laughs> Uh, and you realize that this is no environment for snakes. Um, yeah, Shana, I, 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 I really respect you want to use your Yuan T feature to become best friends with every snake you see. Uh, you picked, but, but you've just left the tropical jungle where you didn't yeah, no. use that and That's arrived so in the so Arctic funny. where you can't use that. It wasn't Yuan T in the jungle. That's true. Um, the, I'm gonna let you know. Never going back. I, I promise. I promise. I will tell you if we see any snakes. I will describe them in detail. I've got it in the back of my mind. I'll let you know. I've got that covered. Um, but but if if you attempt oh, to man. summon snakes one Hold more on. time, I will summon Owen. something. Yes. Owen from be, from above her, and she's looking for. As I know, she's looking for snakes. Yeah. She's like going, "Hey, snake, come here." I do a minor illusion, like thirty feet down. <laughs> <laughs> Shana, you see, you she see a green python. She wants to make friends with the snakes. She jumps in. You guys watch as Shana just slithers into the water straight away before the rest of you have like gotten in. Well, I guess that's it then. And I just, I just jump as in. As she gets closer her. to it, I'm gonna have the snake sort of like fizzle into like just fizzle into nothingness. <laughs> fizzle into an image of a poop. <laughs> No, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. There's nothing there because she can just. It's happening again. I'm just gonna have a fizzle out. Yeah. Um, Sean, as you get close, you realize this is an illusion. There is no snake. It just disappears. It's just into a sparks. stick. It's just a stick. It's just a stick. <laughs> no, again, I don't know what there's a stick doing here on account of this being the middle of the Arctic yeah, and no. there's no trees, but it's a stick, apparently. Bit of drifting. No, no, it fizzles. It fizzles. Um, I try yelling at uh, Jin to stop playing tricks on people, but I realize that I'm underwater and my voice is just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys have realized something very important. You cannot talk underwater. Uh, oh, okay. actually, Casey can, but the rest of you can't. Because um, Casey's Excellent. voice is not based on uh, on airflow because he doesn't breathe, so it can't be based on airflow. Um, um, yeah, right. as you guys as begin... I... yeah. Or, uh, well, as we go down, I'm actually going to use Minor Illusion, though, to, like, Broadcast yeah. words. You can spell out some oh, words yeah. with minor illusion. Of course you can. 
Uh, yeah, as, as Casey, as you step in, you just start sinking immediately, um, being made of metal. And Casey goes feet first. Oh, yes. as, as, as Casey starts like like, yes. dying, like going down, can I grab onto him and like yeah, yeah, yeah. him to like yeah. come down? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to do like a double flourish or something into the water. Okay. Do you want to make me a performance check? You show both yeah. bastard. It's a 25. 25. <laughs> oh, triple backflip. Triple backflip. Back goes between and the crack like of two perfect. icebergs that smash together right at the last second as he passes <laughs> through the gap between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and doesn't even make a sound as I enter the water. No. Boulder, as you step in, you just step on the same iceberg Does... and it just cracks in half and you just go straight through <laughs> with your muscles. You're just like, <laughs> punch through this iceberg as you go into the water, do a swan dive. Um, yeah, as you guys begin swimming down, the water is cl- its very, very clear. The light coming down from above, it doesn't seem like the ice is disrupting the light too much. It's actually refracting it, creating this beautiful display of um, iridescent waves of light all around you. Uh, and as you begin heading deeper, um, these sort of shafts of light shining down reveal, yeah, the sunken ship below you. It's easily sort of 12 metres long. It's cracked in half. There are sections of burns all over it. The mast, particularly in the sails, are gone. It looks like they probably broke off and didn't sink with the rest of the ship. Uh, And as you begin swimming further and further down, the cold begins to get closer and closer. You feel the cold clutching at your chest, making it harder to breathe, but not enough that you're taking any any damage or feeling any ill effects. Um, Yerveth, who's holding on to KC, KC sort of looks up in confusion (laughs) as as Yerveth's just like hanging on for dear like a as he drops down into the ocean um and uh casey you're, you're sort of the first one to arrive landing on the on the sandy uh, rocky sea bottom right in front of the ship with a sort of dull thud and you have a few immediately equalize and sort of tumble over and then and come upright sort of swimming in place um casey would probably take that chance to say this is a fantastic demonstration of how we might provide services to one another in support and also rely on each other in times of need Yes, if you, you need just... a boat anchor. <laughs> you just see Gerveth not even say anything. He just puts his like, he just does thumbs up and just nods. It's kind of a little bit like Shana's... Casey would look like Mary Poppins, like dragging Yerveth behind yeah. as Yerveth's cloak opens up and becomes a very jellyfish coloration. Is... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, before too long, Shana, Boulder, and Jin, you guys are all swimming down. You you catch up to the rest of them. Um, you can see vast schools of fish swimming around the wreck of this uh, this ship. High above you, coral has actually affixed itself to the underside of the sea ice in certain places, large, particularly big, thick pieces of sea ice. And long tendrils and tentacles drip down from the surface, uh, coming down easily, sort of 10, 11 metres. Small glowing lights dotted along their surface, which every so often when a fish runs into it, the tentacle curls up, sticking to it and wraps it and pulls it back up to the mouth at the top of the I pond. will scan the underwater environment. Yeah. I just want to see if there's any like threats or any other, oh, any, any, any big fish that I should be yeah. worried about. Can I get a perception check, please? Absolutely. Or an investigation, but I know you pick perception. 29. Nice. Uh, yeah, look, you just struggle to see... And, no, uh, 29. Um, you see everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably the, the most immediate threat you notice is likely to be the inside of the ship itself, the environmental hazards of being the ship. This ship is so damaged. There are sections of it, as the water sort of moves backwards and forwards, swaying very gently, there are sections of the ship that are still moving. It looks like the top deck at any moment could collapse and crush the back half of the ship. Um, very precariously balanced. You, you immediately identify that as a danger. Um, looking down through other parts, you can see the dark forms of sharks moving in the distance. There are sharks around, but um, you probably know, I would say you know enough about 
the ocean and about nature that sharks are not an immediate threat to people who are clearly in the environment they can see it's more yeah. if they can't quite see what you are that you're much more of a threat that's why people surfers get attacked way more than scuba divers um yeah, yeah, because they always think they're seals from above. Uh, from exactly, below. yeah. Got some. Let's have some real world knowledge. I'm a scuba diver. Um, sharks are super cool and fun and lovely when you're a scuba diver. If you're a surfer, when they think you look like a seal, um, well, those, sharks those don't black, have great vision. Yeah, and they taste. Like they're like dogs. Man. Yeah, mm. and and so sharks do what dogs do. They they taste stuff with their mouth to see what it is. That's why most shark attacks aren't more than one bite. It's only one bite. They go, ugh, that's yeah, disgusting. It Get it out of my mouth. Yeah. And then they leave. That's the why most people away. die. That's why most. That's what sharks sound like. That's what sharks sound like. That's why most people die from blood loss, though. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, Vicky, you would probably know enough about. Yeah. So so sharks sharks aren't scary. Sharks are friends, not scare. Um. So yeah, Vicky, you know enough that sharks are not an immediate threat to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but apart from that, you probably looking around, you don't see any immediate threats. That the ship itself, the environmental threat of the ship, is probably the biggest danger that you notice. In terms of other sea life, um. For a, a frigid, cold wasteland, the undersea sea ice is teeming with life. Um, large crabs with white pebble-like bodies that look like almost frozen clumps of ice scuttle around on the seafloor, picking at detritus and debris. Um, you can see long uh, flatworms moving throughout the silt. There's a few pockets of what look like, um, maybe this was like much higher salinity, some brine, some brine pools where barnacles are clustered around as well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting ecosystem, but nothing screams danger to you at this uh, point are just the, the barnacles shots. on my armor doing anything in this in these conditions or are they just regular old barnacles on my armor yeah with, uh yeah with your perception 29 i probably should have said this earlier um the barnacles have opened and you can see little tendrils coming out and catching detritus from the water or from like my, my armor jetsam. yeah yeah all the all the oh. barnacles on your armor are opening and occasionally catching little bits of uh, of sea snow i think it's called when it's that uh, uh the the it's biomaterial that drips down from like like fish poo and bits of dead stuff that the barnacles are capturing and eating. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called snow, oh, isn't it? Sea snow. Yeah. 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 I was um, gonna say, could could Shana take a little bit of time, depending on what the bottom of the seafloor is made out of, could she use mold earth to try and stabilize the ship somewhat so that way it doesn't come crashing down? Uh, yeah, it? yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, what sort of area can you affect with uh, with mold earth? I believe it's... Uh, five, foot cube, five foot cube five per foot cube. action. So okay. if she can use multiple actions to like Minecraft block her way into like <laughs> making support. <laughs> okay, okay. We're dealing with soft undersea sand. Um, but because because I am a, a kind and generous DM, I will point out you have another cantrip that could be useful here. Pick water. You are underwater. You could just freeze pillars of ice using your hands to freeze the water and shake ah, it. That works too. I was just hoping they didn't float away. <laughs> no, no. If you freeze them to the bottom onto rocks and then affix them to the boat, mm. you could do that. Of course you could. Yeah, oh, that works too. Yep. She she just used whatever cantrip she has at her availability. She's like stabilize this so that we don't come yeah, pressure yeah. now and I get stuck under more of this frigid um, fucking ocean. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, can you roll me a spellcasting check just to see how effective you are at this? Um, Yerveth, with Yerveth helping you having identified this. So yeah, yeah, just like a spell attack. Yeah, that's fine. That's exactly the same. Um, yeah, with Yerveth helping you with this, I'm going to give you a plus one oh. on top of your roll. So 19 total. So 18 then plus one from Yerveth. Uh, no, the first one was 24. So oh, sorry. I didn't say they'd roll twice. 24, it's 25 total. Doing this that's okay me. don't worry about it um yeah 25 total that's that's plenty um Yerveth sort of swims over a bit closer and starts pointing out the areas of structural weakness shana as you begin to shape water forming these ice crystals that that hold it in place 
yeah, before sort of too long, maybe after a minute or so, Yerveth, you're very confident this is now much more stable. It's going to take a lot to make this collapse. Uh, while yeah, these two are doing that, KC, Boulder, Jin, what are the three of you doing? Let's start with KC. Uh, KC will be communicating with everyone, just asking asking lots of questions. Has Are you here comfortable? Can you breathe? <laughs> Why? Ah, oh, my apologies. You cannot respond appropriately. Shana um, and Jin can, technically. <laughs> But Sean is currently yeah, as, dealing with the... She's freezing ice at this yeah. point. So, so it's as just he's sort of talking and he's sort of staring blankly at us like, so, hey, why, sorry, why is no one... Can I just jump in? At oh, yeah, some go. point beforehand, before we get to here, uh, if somebody would have referred to Casey as he, Casey would have said, um, actually, we are they. We are non-gendered. We are metal. We do not subscribe to your construct of male female <laughs> just as i'm a construct ridiculous... i do not subscribe to your construct wait so are we doing this on the boat before we go in? I'd, I'd say that probably as you head down casey could have because you haven't referred to casey as he up until that point so probably this is the point where like as you're writing it out with your minor illusion that's probably when casey's like tisk tisk casey would try and wave it away, wave it away. <laughs> <laughs> what i'll do is then i like with my minor yes. illusion i'll like i'll go um Aren't we all? Uh, that's what it was saying. Um, uh, Casey will say no. Yes. Yes. I must. I say I might not be made of metal. Uh, this is all being written to you in minor illusion. Yeah. But there's more than meets the eye. Casey, what little you might know about changelings. Do you want, actually? Do you want to make me a nature check? See what you know about changelings. Actually, no. Casey's just one sort of being a changeling. Oh, true. No, you don't know. We are not Sorry. all made of metal. I uh, say no, not metal. Uh, I am biological, but not necessarily a he or she either, per se. This is all being like minor illusion to him. Yeah, this is a very slow conversation. It probably, it definitely would be. This is the point where like Shana has finished, because every six seconds you yeah. can do this. So this is the point where Shana sort of finished and come back. While Jin and Casey are having this chat, uh, Boulder, what are you doing? Um, having a look. Uh, for entrances on the ship and anything yeah. that's moved in or out. I'm um, looking for ways to get around. Best access type thing. Definitely. Um, do you want to make me a perception investigation or a nature check? And I'll tell you different things depending on which one you choose to do. Can do. I haven't, set up, the, again, I haven't set up the soundboard for Minecraft uh, things, but if I had the soundboard set up, I could have done the... And a persuasion check. And a persuasion, yeah. <laughs> None of the ones he was asking. <laughs> it's there we go. 19's good. I had to so warm eight, up the eight dice. for performance, four for persuasion, but the 19. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to the 3Ds before. Like. Oh my god, yeah. Performance, persuasion, perception. Um, yeah. Three Ps to success. Uh, perception, yeah, Boulder. As you're looking around, yeah, um, you can easily see that the ship, as it's cracked in half and sections that have been broken in, um, this was deliberately scuttled, 100%. There are sections that are easy to swim through on the lower decks that have been broken in. The upper deck that's kind of split open, easy enough to swim in as well. Um, signs of things coming and going. Uh, there are strange tracks in the silt heading into the lower deck that almost look like long drag marks in the silt. Um, so Single track Boulder would have track. seen this and like, gone to 
like move it a little bit closer to have a look at it, mm. figure out what it is, and then turn to everyone else and try to convey this and, <laughs> and uh, hasn't figured out hasn't figured out the communication part there and it's just like Whoa. I'm clipping that. <laughs> <laughs> That's clipped. Uh yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I, I don't know, I reckon would I think you ever probably noticed that. Yeah, as you guys are kind of wrapping up, you over you turn around and see Boulder making these over-the-top hand signs pointing yeah, at yeah. something in the in the silt. I'll swim over and see what, and and, and look at the tracks and see what they yeah, can yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to make me a nature check? See if you can identify what kind of creature would have made these tracks. Well, yeah. Yeveth's about to get some oh. ten. Yeveth. Looking at these these tracks, they look almost like yeah, long long thin drag marks, like someone was dragging um, something long and sinewy. Um, kind of looks a little bit like some of the Yuan T tracks that you'd seen in the jungle. Oh, I very snake like I think back to what it could be using my very limited knowledge of underwater creatures. And I think back to that encounter we had with that underwater uh, squid. Remember the one that came up through the... Uh, the yes, I do. Yeah. Through the I blue kinda, hole. Mm. Yeah, through the blue hole. And I, and I think back to that and I look at I look at Boulder and I sort of do the, the my best gesture with my hands, like, like to make like a squid... <laughs> So, so, so there is there hand. is actually a dive. There's a dive sign for squid and cuttlefish. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ooh. that's that's turtle, that's cuttlefish, yeah, and then yeah. that's squid. Oh. Yeah, cool. I would do that. I yeah. would do that. Uh, for for podcast um, listeners, um, you have one hand closed around the fist of the other, and you wiggle your fingers. That's, that's cool. it. Beautiful. Neat. And then cuttlefish is one closed fist on top, and then little squid tentacles underneath. And this is the sign of nit- nitrogen narcosis. <laughs> I don't think it is. That. That is no, it literally is. is, it? is. Yep. Oh man! It's, yeah, I see. I didn't realize I had narcosis until after I like was so angry and so moody, and I was like, "Fuck, what's wrong with me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, I didn't take my rest stop halfway." Up. How? Um, <laughs> so how far do the tracks go from the boat? Are they? Do they go just indefinitely into the ocean? Into the or? boat? Only, only oh, sort of like boat. three or four meters. It's like something, something that was landed in the silt and then moved into the boat oh okay um when uh Yervith did that signal to Baldor Baldor mm-hmm. would have sort of looked at him thought for a second then like started reaching slowly for his axe and been like question you know question and then I and then I kind of just like point at the in the direction yeah, this goes to pull out his bow and then goes, ah, oh, shit. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't pull out the bow. I probably pull out one of my sword, like my short sword, and I just point, like... Is this your mosaic the... sword? Yeah, it is. Okay, so Boulder and KC. As Yervis pulls out his sword, it looks like it's made out of interlocking pieces of stained glass. Yeah. Neat. Does it reflect? Uh, reflect? Yeah, sorry. It does. Ooh, yeah, reflects, reflects, and refracts light. Um, it's yeah, a lot of different colors. Yeah, well, with the reflection of the light through the water at the moment, it would probably look quite cool. Yeah, actually, there'd be a shadow underneath it of multicolored lights underneath yeah. the sword, Ooh. wherever the sword is. Yeah. That would have that would have taken. I, um, yeah, I sort of. 
Oh, oh pretty lights. Yeah. <laughs> Shiny. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just point to the uh, to that entry point where the where the drag lines. Are well, it's it's literally like a treasure on a sunken pirate wreck. All right, and well, Jin, Jin turns, does swab the deck. No, um, um, he then grabs great axe and then has it out and then turns in the direction that you pointed to and is holding it that way. Amazing. And then I sort of swim stealthily towards the entry. Uh, make, make me a again. make me a stealth check. And can you describe for me in a bit more detail how one swims stealthily? That's a very good point. I mean, I, you're I at a massive advantage here. I don't want to point out how you could swim. Because I, I can think of two ways you could swim ultra stealthily, but I don't want to say it. I want to hear what you come up with. Oh, man. Um, you specifically, more than anyone else. <laughs> oh, me specifically? I don't know. Yeah. Um, if only I mean, you I had get, I, a chameleon cloak that could counter I was going to say, the, the, cloak, <laughs> the cloak would probably help a lot uh, in making me look pretty invisible just get down close um, to the seafloor and like swim yeah. right along the bottom you'd be almost invisible yeah i guess i guess yeah i'd probably like almost go prone to the ocean and, and yeah. let the cloak kind of like float behind me and crabs kinda... immediately like scuttle away making room yeah. for you as you begin swimming along the bottom of the water <laughs> to make me a stealth check let's see this i'm excited while this is happening by the way owen yes. i'm gonna quickly do a spell oh um just while i remember i'm gonna cast aid before we okay. have any combats so everyone um, gets i think it's just a second level temporary it's, uh, only three Oh, three. creatures and okay. each target's hit point maximum actually i can just show it yeah oh, check it up. sorry display increases by five for the duration but it's the second level that you're oh no it is second level already yeah sorry but it's so a hit who... point maximum yeah who are you giving um the hit i'm point gonna target to? i'll target boulder because i feel like he's gonna be up close yep so i'll Baldur, target kc because he could be potentially up close as well Yep. And Yervith, I'll do Yervith because he's no, he's going to probably be up close because he's both yeah. working up on And also, so. I mean, you're sexist, so you've got to pick the three male characters as well. Really important. Oh, so. uh, hold on there. KC <laughs> is... He's genderless. Man. You've got me. You've got me. Uh, Damn wrong. Wow. Just the three male characters. Wow. I Whoa. thought this was an inclusive group. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, sold you, hey. I sold you on something wrong, apparently. Um, but no, I, I, yeah. I will give it to those three because me and Shana can just sit yeah. back. You guys don't want to be up front. Yeah, as, as a sorcerer and, and we're warlock. Both... You're, if you're yeah, in both, you're yeah. in melee, you're not doing well. <laughs> or even then, like we both can just like smack people with like the um, what's the booming blooming blade, blade or whatever. So I do love blooming blade. Blooming blade is uh, sorry, my bad. As you, as you summon flowers from the. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good idea, though. Um, um, but yeah, that'd so... be a good one for the ring of grammatica. That ring that you can change one letter in a spell to change the spell's effects. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Boulder, Casey, and Yervith will have. Uh, their uh, hit point maximum increased by five. Yeah, and then nice. it's eight hours. Oh wow! Does it have Ooh. a verbal component that spell? Yes, it does. Uh, okay, oh. I'm oh. going to I'm going to go to Shana and point to my mouth and then say, "Can you shape water my mouth for a sec?" So it creates an air bubble under the. Air, uh, can that happen? Yes, you can. can yes, that's quick? that's fine. So, yeah. Sorry, before that, Casey will see that little message and go, "Wait one moment." And we'll turn around and make sure and gather everyone together to be within 30 uh -huh. feet. Yep. And cast uh, Rari's telepathic bond. Hey, Ooh. okay. Nice. That sounds nice. good. That's the very uh, handy. Oh, that's a fist level. Uh, Damn. Damn. I just have a quick question, Owen. Yes. Um, What interpretation are we using for underwater spell casting? That if you can breathe, you can spell, like, you can cast spells, because as long as it's coming out of the larynx, it's technically the spell, but it doesn't have yeah. to be 
you know, interpretable so, or are we doing the no spell verbal components underwater? No, so so I'm not a complete asshole. Um, I'm not taking away verbal components of spells. If if you can use shape water or if you can have like an air bubble that you can speak to, because the way that the verbal components matter is you have to be able to shape the magic with certain sounds and certain frequencies, which are very hard to replicate underwater. What I will have you guys do, if you want to cast spells underwater with a verbal component, um, we can actually roll a percentile dice to see how well you can do getting those spells off. Or if you can find a way to give yourself some way to speak in, because um, it just has to be some... So, so, so the spell, the way I understand the verbal components of a spell is that there is a an auditory component, a, a sound wave component that helps affect and guide the magic of the spell, guides the magic of the weave for D&D. Um, so like, like how bards do music to create magic. It's, mm. it's very, very similar. So as long as you can still replicate those sounds, um, then you're sweet to go for verbal spells. Uh, it's just much Great. trickier underwater. But if you, if you can use, so for example, if Jin wanted to cast a verbal spell, if you did shape water to create a little pop bubble of air around him, that's completely fine. Yeah. And then just move the bubble back to yourself. Problem solved. That's yeah. good for now. That's definitely good for now. So yeah. In the, in the midst of combat though, it might be a bit harder. Shana, what you could also do, because I am a very nice DM, if you wanted to create little ice masks. Because mm. I can have up to two instances of that at the same time. Yes, you could. So if we've got two two spellcasters down here, we could yeah. potentially. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea because, yeah, mm. Boulder and, I mean, Yerveth has some spells, but half casters. So. <laughs> but not Thorn Whip, unfortunately. <laughs> that might happen. We'll see. It might happen one day. I, I do so want to grant it to you as like a as like a boon from a god. <laughs> it's like, ah, you have you have served me faithfully. You may have <laughs> thorn whip. Yay. Yeah. Um, cool. That's sorry for for Tom that and Jacob. Really that's an object because he can cast some pretty advanced spells like um, a rope trick, like like some pretty high level spells. But then <laughs> he can't do like cantrips like thorn whip or things like that. We just found it really yeah. funny in the moment. The thematic of it, like the, yeah, the ridiculous like, phrase. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. I can create a pocket dimension with a rope that I can crawl into. But for some reason, I can't make <laughs> yeah. a whip out of out of vines. Really, it's too hard can for we, me. It's beyond my can prowess. We, <laughs> can we flavor his rope trick as a vine? Yes, it is. Yeah, it totally is. So it's even more funnier now that he yeah. can't. I, I think. Because... I think he described it as a vine the first time, anyway. So yeah. it's, that's kind of. Well, I mean, I, I, I described it as like any sort of like object that I would find in the in the environment. Yeah. I would just like you know, find a vine in the tree and be like, Ooh. yeah, like it doesn't have to be a world, anything. Um, but yeah, you guys can all now communicate telepathically with uh, with Rary's telepathic bond being uh, dropped by KC. Uh, you have an hour of telepathy where you can talk to each other. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah. You, you have communication um, over any distance. Yeah. Well, we mm, have wow. enough time left on this water breathing, so shall we? I'm going to stealth back to where I was, Boulder. Oh. Squid in there, just so we're clear. Oh, and Did everyone else. Everyone else, probably a squid in the shipwreck. Just saying. Understood. Yeah, roger, roger. Holy shit. Um, uh, yeah, I will stealth back to that entry point. Um, yeah. So just got all along the, the, the floor, yes. the sea floor. <laughs> and I will we'll use, a, we'll use your previous oh. investigation and perception check as you, as you come up. Because not enough time's passed to make you roll another one. Sure. Can I quickly then, are you yeah. using his nature check? Uh, his perception. Oh, okay. So that's 19. So that's good. Wait, what was his 
perception actually. Nature was a 10, I think, from memory, or 11. Yeah, 10, 10 to identify the tracks, but it was a much higher yeah. for the perception. So is the, is the nature actually still playing any effect, Owen? The nature's more for him to try and understand and, and interpret the signs that he's seeing to sort of figure Can out I, what the creature it could be. I know this is a bit late, but because you're still using it as a passive check now for him on that 10, can I bardic inspiration just to bump that up for him? If you can describe how you're bardically inspiring him, yes. Hmm. Underwater. <laughs> Bubble art. I, uh... Well, I can speak to him. Oh, damn it. T- telepathy. Yeah. So I sort of, um, go... Um, I saw you before, uh, you were looking through and you looked a bit puzzled. Um, you were having a bit of trouble actually identifying the tracks. Um, I, I have a few ideas that could help. Um, oh, yes. And I guess tried looking harder. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried using your eyes? (laughs) I like. We tried not being shit. Yeah, I sort of, I sort of give him like some like mind, like some like techniques to like focus on things. Like remember when you were in the jungle and like you visualized and like yeah, but the flashbacks, the Nam flashbacks come on fast. (laughs) It's like think back to the jungle. You're like, I'd rather not. Basically, they're in the vault for a reason. I'm giving him like mindful oh. techniques to like yeah. push all like you know like when you were there in the jungle you pushed all uh, like distractions out of your mind and you focus entirely on the on the thing at hand push all these like extenuating factors out of your mind now like we're not underwater right now just picture yourself in like it's just you and what you're looking at and focusing on everything else push it out of your mind focus as hard as you can and I just give him like mindful techniques, like yeah. to, so like mind techniques to like sort of help him sort of zero in on things and like because there's a lot of like distractions under the like there's yeah, water, yeah. there's like sharks, there's yeah. there's yeah. other like crustaceans and stuff. And, like I'm just yeah. basically like go yeah, ahead and roll D8 that's for me. I do. No, I D8. like it. I think that makes a lot of sense. I will absolutely allow a bardic inspiration to be done for that. Five. Oh, that takes it up to a fifteen. Yerveth, as, as you get closer, and Jin starts sort of talking to you. you. At first, you find his voice a bit distracting, but Okay. You do sort of like relax into it, and it does become calming and focusing, almost a little bit meditative as he talks you through. And it's like to focus on the, the sound of the ice drifting above, the feel of the water against your skin. Do sort of like move into the idea of, of the, uh, the calm state. And as you are sort of getting a bit closer, yeah, you begin to to realize this is very similar to to a snake track. Maybe some sort of eel. some sort of massive eel. And as you sort of come back over the side and and look into the darkness of the ship, coiled around a skeleton remain, skeletonized remain of a humanoid, is a massive white moray eel. Easily 14, 15 feet long with a massive set of jaws just breathing in water. This mouth sort of constantly open, sucking in water and pushing it through the gills. Um, Red eyes sort of looking around as it it scours the darkness. Um, oh, like an albino. What was that? Sorry. It's like, it's like albino. Yes, it is. It's white. albino. It's a pure white. Um, and as you sort of look over the edge, very stealthily, it flicks its tail, and the head of this human, this skeleton right its head, is crushed in the uh, the muscular body of the creature. And as it flicks its tail back around again, bone dust and fragments of bone filter down and, and flick off and settle to the bottom, and you can see a fine carpet of bone dust along. I like not even moving a muscle, just 
telepathically <laughs> relay this to everyone. I'm like, big eel in ship, come oh. quick. Uh, but I, I actually, I might have be able to help here. Um, oh, like quick. If any, they're gonna animal friendship. It's a fucking huge. No, no, no. She's running up, and she has image prepared, and she's going to do. She has some silent image prepared. She's going to do a 15 oh. foot shot, and she's going to silent image it pretty much on top of the more eel, and hope it scares it away. Oh my god. Uh, so, so, so you're gonna have to swim right up to the deck of the ship to cast this inside. Six, sixty feet. Sixty feet. No, no, no. Feet. But you need to be able to see, right? Uh, Sun image is sight. Yeah. Yes. So uh, you can see a spot within and, range, and it won't really see. move. Or yeah. Anything, though, no, so it's, it's just it's just a spot within it range. It's not that you can see. Duration. Um. Is there any spot within range? Yeah, okay, so you can yeah you can try and cast it because because Yovith is sort of describing where this thing is. You're mm -hmm. going to try and cast it inside the ship. Yeah, yeah, like, cool. near, yeah, like yeah. close enough to the eel that it feels threatened, and it's going to yeah. try and leave. And Can I get you to make me it. an intimidation check, please? I'm at this point. I'm going to move, so I'm like against the side of the like the entry. I'm not in the doorway anymore. I'm now yeah. on the side. To fourteen. Yeah. Um, Shana, uh, as far as you know, this goes off without a hitch. The giant eel barrels out pushing through sections of wood, ripping it apart as it moves out of the ship. And as it starts swimming out of the ship, it spots you all in the water because Casey, Boulder, Chana, and Jin, you're all just chilling in the water. You're hiding up against yeah. the ship. Um, and it immediately starts charging towards you. Can I please have initiatives as you <laughs> just literally go, hey, Big Eel, we're over here. Hello. <laughs> it would run away. Silly, it, was. It? It, it, ran, it ran. It was. Yeah. So make sure when you roll initiative, click on your token and then click um, initiative in D and D Beyond. Oh, I, I can't click on my token. Uh, oh. It might not. Be, it, 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 he just mustn't be owning it at the moment. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let me double check. You should own your token. Ah. No, you don't own your token. I forgot to click. Sorry. Uh, no. We can just add you guys in. I can. That's easy enough to do. There you go. You should have control of your token now. Sorry, man. No, that's alright. Um, Mine did show up on the turn order and then it disappeared. All right, that's okay. So, Yerveth, what was your initiative? Uh, I'm rolling it now. Ah, oh, perfect. Nine. nine. Oh, oh my mate. god, that's a nat, that's a nat one. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Shana, what was yours? I to initiative. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, Boulder? Uh, Twenty-one. Fifty-one. Wow, that's amazing. 20, what was it actually? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one. Wow. Twenty-one. Nice. Um, ah, <laughs> oh, for some reason, it's rolled that as two d twenty plus one. So it's given you nine. No, it ha but that's really weird. It's rolled it with advantage. Yeah, but it's rolled it with um, advantage so, as well. Yeah, um, so that is the. Oh, sorry, that's your. Yeah, yeah, that's your. Sorry, you are correct. That is actually your um one of your features. Oh, you get, you get a, do you get advantage on initiative? Yeah, cool. feral instinct is a feat. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Okay, so you were eighteen, correct? Correct. Okay, fantastic. Um. All righty. The only one we're missing is the eels, which I will add now. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't I worry know. about it. It needs to be there. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's the initiative of zero. That works really well. Oh, was that? Sorry. Oh no, sorry. I hadn't. Oh. Sorry, I hadn't rolled it. I just added the turn. Um, okay, so let's put on some battle music, and we're going to have a little bit of a fight, aren't we? Let's 
go this one here. So as as this eel barrels out, Jin, you are the first to react as you see this massive white moray eel push its way out of the ship and begin swimming towards you, mouth agape, teeth jagged and sharp, um, bits of ice and flakes of white scales peeling off its back as it swims towards you. Huh. Cool, 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 cool. I have a mask on, the ice mask. Yes. I'm not going to, like, do any... I'm not going to do any big spells. I want these guys to flex their, flex their muscles a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to do a bit more, because normally I would just chuck out some, like, spell that potentially just ends the fight. <laughs> yep. Um, let's just go with... Wait, so how close is it? Uh, at this point, it's only about sort of five, six metres away from you, swimming rapidly towards you. Oh, that could be the fight too, actually, if I use that. I'm not going to use my Dark Strike, because that could just scare it away. Um, Alright, I'm going to use... I'm going to use a bonus action. And I'm going to... Hex it. I'm just hex it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the target will have disadvantage on... Let's go with strength checks. I think strength. that makes good sense. Yep, so yep, yep. for ability checks. Yep, not exactly right. No, just ability checks. Um, and then I'm going to... Tell you what, why don't I put you guys on the map in the water here? Yeah. Maybe like here, Owen, actually, like in these pools. Uh, I need those for later. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll bring you down well. here to the bottom. Uh, I need them for later. You over this over here. I'll just chuck an eel down and I'll bring that across. Um, yeah, sorry. So anything else on your turn? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to... Look, it's coming right at us. It's coming right for us. Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast it in the face. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, roll to attack. Alright. Does a 16 hit? Uh, 16 just hits. Roll me damage. Nice. So that's 7 force damage and 3, uh, I think, necrotic? Yep, I'll mark that off right now. Yep, total necrotic. Of 10. Beautiful. And let's do another beam, because I get 2. Pew, pew. 23 hits for 8 force damage. Definitely hits. And 5 necrotic. 5 necrotic. Yeah, you watch as your um, force damage, as, as these eldritch blasts push through the water, displacing the water and leaving these rings of sort of um, moving ice. It crashes into the side of this um, pale white moray, cracking across the side, making deep score marks across its body. Um, it, yeah, it, it looks like as you strike into it, this dark red-purple blood begins filling the sea around you. Um, so, what's our movement under here? Uh, what is your swimming speed? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is typically. 5e, if you've got the ability to, when climbing what if or swimming, each, here we go, I've got this here. Um, each foot of movement costs one extra foot. Yeah, so it's, you've got half movement underwater unless you have a swimming so, spear. So yeah, half movement. No, that's fine. I'll just move over here, Nishana. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up is Baldur. Okie dokie. So I'm trying to figure out how far away. It looks like I am 20, 20 feet away, hey? Yep, you are. Okay, well, I have got very conveniently 40 feet, of spe- uh, 40 feet of speed. So move on my 20 movement. 20 feet movement. Yeah, just head on up towards it. 
Yeah. Uh, throw my bonus action for a rage. Yeah. My eyes <laughs> okay. just, it just boils. You know, it doesn't quite cause uh, vape or anything, but I am boiling in rage. So, Boulder, as you go into a rage, your tattoos begin glowing ever so slightly. You watch as his tattoos begin letting off this sort of red glow. Um, And the the sea around them, heat waves begin to come off them. So, yeah, boiling in rage. Um, As you are, angry boy. As I get close to the eel, I sort of glance around to see if I'm the center of attention of the of the snake and try and position myself between everyone yeah yeah and then have a big old swing yeah so you guys watch as this eel begins swimming towards you baldor just begins immediately swimming pulls out his axe goes (laughs) underwater and (laughs) charges it with this axe as his tattoos begin glowing and heating up the sea around him uh 11 boulders are not quite enough sorry dig up the ground instead just vertical slide hole in the ground yeah and then twists it multi-attack and has enough crack yeah go for it 27 hits though (laughs) try to roll me some damage huge hit though yeah 12 slashing damage yeah as you carve through the head yep uh rage as well plus three plus three for rage fantastic um as you carve through this dark purple blood fills the area around the eel uh could i get you to make me a constitution saving throw please baldor certainly 10 that's not what i want you to roll buddy Uh, you're going to take 11 points of poison damage which i believe is halved Mm -hmm. because of your bear totem um possibly i can't remember I'm pretty sure poison right. is is covered by the bear. Yeah, everything except everything psychic. is psychic yeah. is the only damage type that would that would be yeah. full damage. I'm, I'm oh, very good. I'm almost a hundred percent sure that you have half damage from everything. But if I'm wrong, right. correct me. No, it is. Uh, it is. Uh, everything is half damage except. Yeah, psychic. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, I forgot. That. <laughs> I can grab your face, Tom, from here. <laughs> Sorry, because the camera's not shutting off, so <laughs> it looks like I can reach into your webcam. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to edit my camera down can like grab your face <laughs> sorry carry on sorry sorry well what a mature um, group of people we uh, are here <laughs> i can see it on the screen. yeah that's when that happens you sort of like gasp a little bit when the poison's having having to go at him and yeah. um that'll be the end of it is that five or six damage round up or down uh it rounds down always Wait. always always that's always it. um that's all it is for Bogle. fantastic the eel uh the eel that is currently visible to you guys um immediately baldor is going to try and bite you um uh does a 17 hit uh does okay 17 hits i'll just roll some damagios i might yeah for fun i'm gonna cutting words that with a reaction yeah roll me a d8 we'll take it off might not hit four is taken off does a 13 hit you baldor i'm guessing not it does not hit okay uh, yeah, Jin, as you as you shout out these cutting words into your little ice mask that you've got to help you hear, um, <laughs> it's not so much what you're saying, but the distraction of the noise, this strange tinny echoing mm. noise under the ice that kind of draws the attention of the eel away. And as it goes to bite at the last second, you're like, and it sort of turns and misses just by a tiny little bit. And it misses just by a tiny little bit to striking into Baldur. Uh, it's going to go for a tail swipe as it swings its tail around at you, Boulder, as well. For uh, sure. No, I'm guessing a 15 doesn't hit you. Uh, meets it, beats it. Oh, 15 does hit you. Okay, shit, okay. 
Uh, I need you to take uh, nine bludgeoning damage, halved down to four. And uh, could you please make me a dexterity saving throw to avoid being punted back uh, through the water, yeeted backwards by the tail strike? Can do. Oh no! Okay, Boulder, <laughs> five, ten, fifteen feet. You are just swept back by the push of this tail as it strikes you. Uh, the eel is then going to use its movement to go five, ten, fifteen, twenty, so that it's now engaged with Shana KC as well as it swims towards the two of you guys. Um, alrighty, that is the eel's go. KC. Uh, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense too because Yerveth would be pretty hard to see in the. Ocean, it hasn't so. seen Yerveth. I, his stealth check I rolled, it has not seen him yet. Mm. Uh, KC, you're up next, buddy. KC's going to step that 10 feet to yep. put himself yeah, in, in the way. That yeah, line yeah, yeah. of fire. Get that shield up. Start swinging down with the arm just as the longsword extends out of the arm, nice. slamming into the eel's head. I believe it's time to make some sushi as <laughs> you swing your arm <laughs> Uh, yeah, roll me an attack. Let's see it. Let me find where the buttons are. My apologies. Today. That yeah, one. Right. Did it roll? There we go. Fourteen's not quite 14 enough. As you swing down, it just glances oh, off shit. the light scales. Damn. Okay. Well, I don't like that. Sorry. And I'm just going to be sad about it. Okay. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Shana. I think that's, the, <laughs> so that's what we're going to do there. Alright, so Shana would like to use a sorcery point to do the um, the quicken spell so that she can um, do a bonus a- uh, a action as a bonus action. Yes. And she would like to first up cast Hex on the um, eel. Okay, double hexing. Uh, oh. What would you like to hex it? No, 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 you can, you can, ha- you can have hex of, uh, on a target, two different hexes. Would you like to hex Stacking. its... Um, it's dex. Strength has been hexed already. Oh, I, I forgot that's also a, a thing. Um, hey, so, so dex has already been. What are you uh, like? I, I've done my hex. What are yeah. you trying to do though? You're quick. Oh, I just dex. want the damage. In, I just want the damage increase. The one d six. No, but like you don't have to. You don't have to quicken it though. It's just a. She's doing something else after. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna. We'll I'm also gonna cast it at my cantrips after this. X is a bonus action anyway. If you cast a cantrip, you don't need to. That's what I mean. You can do both. Wait, what? You don't need to. Oh you don't need to do this. It takes me to bonus action for. Holy shit! No, 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 no. So, 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 hang on. Are you casting? So, so hex is hex is a spell. That's why I'm getting confused. Are you casting two spells or hex plus a cantrip? I want to do hex plus a cantrip. Well, then you don't need to quicken it. It's you a bonus action. You're good to go. I did not realize that hex was a bonus action. That's what I get for not reading my spell list. <laughs> not that's again. Not. That's why I was say, so buddy. confused. Yeah. I was like, what? Cause when, That's what cause I just I, did. I was like, oh, maybe if you're casting like Touch of Death or something along with it. Sure, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. A, a really good thing to use Quickened. A really good thing to use Quickened on is like Eldritch Blast to chuck out two uh, yeah. Eldritch Blasts in one round. That's really good. Uh, Actually, you technically can't do that because it's multiple. It's just uh, the spell target for creature. Yeah. It's cantrips. You can spell. Uh, you can do that. Can Ooh. you? Are we. Ruling that you can double cantrip with Eldritch Blast. Oh, quickened cantrips, let's find out. I think you can. I think, I think the it's one you might be twinning you can't, because twinning you have to target um, one. Yes, creature. you can use quicken spell to cast cantrips. Yeah, it's a cantrip. It's yes, not you a, can. It's, oh. not a, uh, it's not a spell slot spell. 
You can't yes, do you can. two spell slot spells, but you can do two cantrips. Rules, rules as written, you case. can. Yeah. Alright, if that's the case, can I do some minor retconning instead of Hex? Can I just do two sets of Eldritch Blasts towards this You can use it. yeah, spend your sorcery points. Let's see uh, four beams of Eldritch Blasts fly into this thing. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be bad. 14 misses. 18 hits, 11 force damage. Three. Yeah. Oh, that's a crit. Oh, that's a crit. <laughs> Wow. 24, 12. Okay. Um, so that's our first crit for Tom and Jacob. So the way we do criticals, I do the better criticals um, optional rule where rather than doubling your dice roll, you get a full roll of the dice that would be used. So basically if, you, if you're rolling a d6, you get a six plus a dice roll. So it makes the criticals much more, because if you roll like a one on a critical, you're just like, well, what was the, what the fuck it, is it the sucks. point of that? It just sucks. Yeah. So it always Very makes sad. your criticals feel more weighty. However, it does mean that the monsters get the same ability because it's fair across the board. So you guys don't get better criticals and they, they don't. Everyone gets better criticals. Yeah, so let's yeah. do the crits. So Shana, so that's a 28. So that's going to be um, a D10 plus uh, 6 plus four. 4. So that's 20 total. Wow, Shana, as, as these four beams of eldritch energy strike at this thing, two on the flank as it rears its head up, two more under the chin... The blood fills this area. Uh, who is within range? Currently, KC, Shana. Oh, Yerveth, no, you're just in range. KC, Shana, oh, and Yerveth. Could I have you roll me constitution saving throws, please? Sorry, Yerveth. You got, is you this got, for poisoning? You got dragged into this. Oh, is this for poisoning? It's for a poison, so you are not affected. In which case, I do not roll. <laughs> yep. And I have I mean, against being poisoned. Uh, oh, chat's helping us out. The oh, rule is wrong. one leveled spell and a cantrip you cannot do to two level spells, but cantrips have yeah. to level. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That, that was my thought too. Yeah. Thanks, chat. Oh, Thank 19 you, KC, very nice. And Yerveth, 19, you both pass. Um, so you take half damage on this. Ah, yeah, three poison damage. You guys are sweet as. Oh, easy. That's all right, I've already halved it for you. It's not half to one. Very, very nicely done. Um, Shana, anything else on your turn? Um, no, I can't do anything else. Fantastic. I don't think so. Uh, next up in the initiative order is our good friend, Yerveth. Yeah, so Yerveth is going to uh, draw his mosaic sword and then dash out from his hiding spot. And he's going to try and get to the tail of this, uh, of this um, eel. Um, yes. I would say, yeah, probably. Am I within range if I just move five feet? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. And I will go for some attacks. I love it. Make an attack. I really hope you miss so that we can get. Yes, 12. Well, that's would, you a like miss. To activate, would you like to activate the effect of the mosaic short sword? Uh, I yeah, would love the to. The mosaic yep. short sword. Okay. I will do that. So, uh, for Casey and Boulder, you watch as Yerveth pulls out this stained glass sword and swings at the eel and misses. The mosaic patterns split and come off the swords. The sword shatters into the individual pieces of glass. Um, I need to make a dexterity saving throw, I believe, for the eel, don't I? Yeah. I will quickly do that. Sorry, bear with me. Um, okay. Is it also the disadvantage of dex, was it? From gins? Or is uh, it just only for, only I, for ability checks and for strength. Oh, so, lame. Unf unfortunately not. Hey, look. Don't look at me. That's only not, ability checks, not saving yeah. throws. Um, okay. I dream. 4d4. Could it'd you please so, roll me 4d4 so cool damage here? I'll just roll it as like a card of daggers. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it as card of daggers. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is, basically. 10 slashing. Um, 
yeah, it ta it takes the takes the full effect. Um, yeah, that takes takes the damage. That's it. I'll just write that down. <laughs> Amazing. Um, As the mosaic pattern shatters into pieces and begins striking this creature before reforming back into the blade. Uh, do another attack. Yes. Nice. Nice. This one Nineteen hit. hits. Yeah. So I'll do the damage for this one. Yep. Nice. You do have sneak attack. I do indeed. Uh, and I'll do it. Alrighty, this could be bad. And I'll do it. And I'll do my third attack yep. with my dread ambusher. Yep. Sixteen is the. Yep, that hits. Oh fuck! You might be able to do this. Could be disappointing. So the sneak so doesn't seven, apply. Is that thirteen total? Yeah. Oh no, the sneak doesn't so apply. Seven. Just I'll seven. add to roll my one d eight as well. Oh, for Dread Ambusher, yes. yeah. Oh shit, you might be able okay. to do this. This might be it, this might be it. Oh fuck, it's it! <laughs> you watch as the <laughs> nice. final slice goes through. Yerveth cuts through the blade, slicing up underneath the belly. The, this cloud of um, shattered glass mosaic that comes off his sword that sort of flies through uh, and deals that damage, cuts across it, revealing its sort of um, very tender, unprotected underbelly. As the eel spins to confront this new threat, Yerveth, you just swing your sword two more times, slicing through <laughs> before stabbing directly in, um, deep yeah. into its stomach. Um, the creature sort of curls up around your blade before falling limp to the ocean floor, the purple blood leaking out into the into the area. But because you and Shana both passed, you're immune to the effects of this for the moment. Um, so the, the purple poisonous blood has no effect on you. Um, yeah. Can I use shape water to try and contain it away from the others? Yeah, I was just going to say it's, if I had a glass. It's, it's actually naturally not spreading out too much. It's kind of the, the cold water and the hot blood is kind of naturally pushing it up rather than out. Um, ah, sweet, sweet. Because the, the warm blood would rise rather than spread out along yeah, the cold cool. water. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are out of initiative. That's, that's definitely initiative out. And the ship is yours to explore. But rather than diving deep into the ship, uh, diving deep, get it? Uh, this session, we are actually going to leave it for Christmas. Oh! And we oh! will be back. We will be back Boo. after Christmas. Boo, indeed. Oh. We will be back after Christmas so, too. We're not doing a Christmas beach episode next week. We're not doing a Christmas beach party next week. Uh, apologies. <laughs> but I, I, will be doing, I will be doing some more streaming. I'll be doing some streaming tomorrow night and Friday night, um, possibly doing some VR streaming. And I'm also still trying to recruit some other people to come and join me for oh, yeah, some... True some lots of fun like Valheim maybe a little bit of uh, some spoopy games maybe do a bit of Sea of Thieves do some um, uh, oh, what's the one that we love the ghost one Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia. maybe do some Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia. yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what I do and I might do some I'm going to do some VR Skyrim until midnight on Friday I'm going to do a midnight stream so enjoy I'm going to have myself in time for That's the weekend great. but from all of us here at the Lost Archives thank you so much for an awesome 2021 that is our last D&D session for the year um, what a year it's been we've had new players come and join us we've had uh i think how many episodes have we had come out this this year we're up to 59 episodes total so we've probably done about 35 of those this year alone which yeah. is just nuts so thank you so much everybody for being with us uh, along this journey um the podcast has been ticking along really nicely so for podcast listeners thank you so much we hope you all have a really safe really wonderful christmas um, I hope you have the well-deserved breaks that all of you need and we will be back fighting fit and fresh for the new year in the second week of January with Boulder and Casey rejoining us so that they can come back and uh, show off their incredibly cool uh, incredibly cool characters. Um, 
But that's it from me. Thank you so much, everybody. I will see you all tomorrow and Friday night for some variety gaming streams. But from the Lost Archives D&D Tyranny of Dragons cast, stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Farewell, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. And thank Bye. you so much for our guest characters, Tom and Jacob, for joining us with some Ooh. awesome, awesome characters. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. Cannot, Thank you. cannot wait to get your characters back next session. All right, everybody. We better go. See Farewell. You,